been gone, I'm in a city where you know I never lack I'ma need a half a million by the time I'm 25 Ain't no sleep, I'm always dreaming, you can see it in my eyes And that's why I feel the same, can't nobody stop the vibe I've stopped caring, I'm too real, it ain't that much to recognize I can't let no regrets come and eat me up alive I cannot afford to fall again, I'm too high I can never cross my heart and not expect to die If I'm brutally honest, I still keep you in the dark You just think that cause you know me that you are up in the Teespring. Make sure you get that 30% off now until Sunday, December 6th. 30% off until the till December yeah, till December 6th, 2020. You get 30% off on merch. And that's for literally because of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Small Business Saturday, all of that shit. We trying to get this bread and you and we're trying to give you guys some deals. So, it's that season, it's the holiday, it's the holiday of giving. Get somebody some you tweaking media merch on the real. But it is of course it's your boy Chris J. Glad to be back. Got the boy Trail Sav on here. Yep. And we got Tyler on here. Unfortunately, you can't see him because A, life be that way. But one day you niggas will see that the fact that he's an albino half breed. But uh glad to have you on here though, bro. I'm glad to be back. What's up everybody? Alright, cool, cool. Finally so, December. And look, man, this this year going by too damn fast. But let's go ahead and get into the NBA teams. And, yeah, I know we got to go over free agency. We got to go over a few other things. But right before we started, literally like an hour ago, the NBA has released the Christmas schedule. And, A, I was wondering because they haven't even released a schedule yet. And these niggas about to start training camp, I think, today. Some teams started training camp. So, literally, the fact that we are finally getting the schedule just shows how much the league is trying to battle COVID right now, so it'd be that way sometimes. So we'll see where things go in regards to that. But let's go ahead and look at these holiday games for the uh, great season. I mean, the great day of Christmas, because the league technically starts on December 23rd. So let's go ahead. Opening game for Christmas is Pelicans versus Heat. So shout to Zion versus Jimmy Butler. Thoughts? <laughs> I don't like that. I actually, I actually forgot that the the reason the Pelicans are even on that Christmas game is because of Zion. But I still don't really like the game. They could have still did something else, in my opinion. I don't, I don't like the fact that, yes, the Zion effect is real. I agree with that. But I do think a couple of teams kind of got snubbed. And since, like, NBA really thinking the Rock is about to offload James Harden and Russell Westbrook because they not on there. Um, that's one. That's probably it. The Raptors not on there, right? The Raptors could have been on there. Yeah, the Raptors. Uh, no. That's weird. They always should be a team that that that's always going to be in the the light. Um, that's what I'm saying. Uh, the Warriors shouldn't be on there either. I'm sorry. 
Nobody about to watch Steph and Kelly Curry ball, G. Just the way it is, bro. Bro, Nobody come on, G. Steph Curry, he's the most marketable nigga. In the, he's yeah. one of the most marketable niggas in the league. Huh? Going against the Bucks. I mean, like he's going against the Bucks. You watched last year. I watched the first few games when he was getting dominated. That was fun to see because, you know, I'm, I'm team F Steph Curry forever. So, come on. And what's the difference between this year and last year? They, Steph Curry's healthy. You, got, you somewhat have a better squad, G. You somewhat have a better squad. A better squad. Okay, look, G. So, look, G. You go into this t- last year. Let's see. They started line was probably, what, Kevin Looney. Draymond, I don't even know who the hell the small four was. I don't even know who the shooting guard was and Steph. This year, you're going in with Steph, Wiggins, Oubre, Draymond, and James Wiseman. That's a way better starting lineup. Way better. I'm not going to sit there and say, like, like literally, by the way, Warriors Revenge Tour canceled. I'm letting niggas know now. I'm looking at the camera right now. Canceled. But... But, gee, that's no, still a, like, no. gee, it's still going to be a fun team to watch. It's still Steph Curry, gee. It's still Steph. Look, the reason I'm, the reason, look, I will say this. The reason don't say cancel this Scott Dark Tour, because the Warriors trying to start this We Believe stuff. And I'm, I'm, I'm completely sorry. Ain't no We Believe this season. <laughs> now, if y'all be an eighth seed, sixth seed, cool. You're not making it out the first round. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad oh. at that. I ain't mad at so, it. But, but plus, they got to do what they got to do so they can sell tickets, too. So well, I'm not mad at this. I don't kinda, think you know, they're going to have – I don't think the Warriors one of the teams having fans. They not? I don't the think The only team that should have fans is – it's like that should have fans or like open – legit opening that is probably the Lakers. So and they, and they said they're not. They governor is not playing. <laughs> they're not playing. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, California get locked down more than California, Chicago exactly. do, bro. They don't play out there. Yeah. Um, you want to know the funny thing about that? Not to get political, but they get locked down the most, and they still a COVID hotspot, bro. And they are locked down the freaking most. Yeah. And they still a hotspot. Yeah, That's so wild, bro. This joint, this joint, a real nigga, okay? COVID not playing with y'all. Exactly. But, um, but it doesn't help also that Niggas go to Cali knowing that it's shut down. Like niggas, like niggas I know who live over there. They sit there and say, "Why do y'all come here? It's nothing to do." <laughs> Hold on. Speaking of little COVID stuff, did y'all see that video of um, what's Will Chamberlain's son in the league? Will Chamberlain has a son. He has a son in the league. Yeah, he's the Oh, Otto Porter. Oh, Otto Porter. Oh, Porter. Uh, yeah. just, oh. I forgot we called the Southern. <laughs> Y'all seen that video of him pouring? <laughs> Yo. They said he was pouring Costco in white women's mouths, bro. Gee, that man was yeah, wild, we that G. We was going to talk about that later, G. That's what I like. <laughs> he was going to talk Bullshit. about that later, but yeah, that boy was wild. That man was wild. <laughs> he was wild. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But still, I ain't mad at the fact that Warriors is on there. Plus, they're against the Bucks. They're against the Bucks. So. It works. Look, this is my thinking, bro. This was my thinking. I guess they were thinking, like, bam, the Warriors would have made the move to get Giannis back offseason. Then you would have had him go the revenge tour against the Bucks. Because look at, 
like Dallas and Dallas and Lakers is just let's show two of the best teams in the East. I mean, in the West, go at it, right? Two of the most excited teams, AD versus uh, Porzingis. If Porzingis he's, is uh, out for the and, first month. Okay, AD versus Dwight Powell and <laughs> versus Luka versus Ron. You see that? You you. Oh, another team that's not up there is Philly. Philly could have been up there. Oh. Hey, Thomas Finn, bro. Where's Philly at? Yeah, Philly. Yeah, I I say Philly should be on there. I ain't lying. Philly should be on there. And I like I love Philly. Like, if you listen to this podcast, you know I love Philly. So they should be on there. Philly versus the Heat got more stories than the Pelicans. They do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that guy, Jimmy used to be at Philly. Joel would have want to play for Miami. That's story there, bro. There's storylines you can play with and there's storylines. But, but, yeah. But, um, I think the best game is literally going to be, I think the Lakers team, Mavericks. Uh, Nets and Celtics gonna fucking slap because both of them teams have a bench. That's one or two. <laughs> that's one and two of the. That's one and two of the East, regardless. But that's going to be a fun ass game because I want to see Jason that's Tatum. Two in the East? I don't think so. I don't think the Nets two in the East. I, the reason I, say, I, I think the Nets go to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think they two in the East. I think talent takes them to the Eastern Conference Finals. Nah, right. just I still got to get the Bucks they credit. Uh, the Bucks, the, I'm gonna get the Bucks that crazy. Think as a basketball team, Bucks gonna have chemistry. Plus, they added pieces that that fit. You added Drew Holiday to replace Eric Bledsoe. Drew Holiday is a better Eric Bledsoe just without you know the pseudo athleticism, right? That you got the Bucks who gonna have that chemistry. The Heat who gonna probably be number one seed. If they if they coast, they probably will gonna be three four. Celtics, always Celtics. Raptors are always gonna be there. Um, so yeah, I don't think the Nets don't have chemistry issues, bro. That's just where that's just where it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. These are two all dominant figures. When people think this that that people believe in that plug-in nature of basketball that you can just plug this person in and it automatically works out. That is that is true for like like three players, bro. And I'm not saying I want no players. I'm saying Kyrie not. And we can just plug in Kyrie with KD and it works automatically. Now, I'm not saying they're going to be a bad team. I'm just saying ISO ball ain't going to ISO ball ain't gonna be ISO balling like that, bro. And then they try to have all of them to have the three-way ISO ball? Like, that's not going to work out. I don't – heck, it is the only team that has stacked the deck and successfully won without any trouble was that Warriors and KD team, right? Only team that won without trouble. Every other team after that, and kind of before that, because he got humble. The freaking, when Boston, I mean, when the Brooklyn Nets tried to get that old ass stack today. That, that don't count. That, that was, Them niggas was washed. The Celtics knew what they were <laughs> doing with that trade. Right now, out of town, Don't fuck the team after that season. They said he made the biggest mistake of his life. But, like, every team... When you try to when you try to get Russell Westbrook for the Rockets, when you need Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, when you try to make these Omega Super Team just thinking we put one great player here and one great player there and it's gonna it's gonna work out, you about to hold that L. It's not Kyrie's Kyrie had a young squad when he was the primary ball handler. 
and they got humbled every time they walked into the playoffs, bro. What? What? They only had what? Two they years they with never each other? made the playoffs. They were close one huh? year. They never made the playoffs. They were close one year before LeBron. The year before LeBron got there, they were oh, fighting the for the I'm talking about. Talk about Kyrie with the Celtics. I'm oh, Kyrie oh, oh. I'm thinking like, wait, what? Oh, well, the one year that he made the playoffs with them, the second year. They got what? They got slapped up by Giannis. And yeah, that was the only time Giannis was what? Actually, I'm mopping niggas out of the second round. So, my thing is, right, having KD and Kyrie on that same exact team is not going to – remember, this is the first few games – this ain't this ain't how it usually is when it comes to these Christmas games. The chemistry working out better and stuff like that. These are this like the third or fourth game. Second, probably something's first, depending. <laughs> Might be their first or second game. And you need to tell me KD and Kyrie gonna mesh together like that? Once you got the you gotta get the ball to 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 develop him throughout the season. Joe Harris gotta get some of them touches. Larry Shamit gotta get some of them touches. Hell. Yeah, in the beginning. Come February, March, they're going to be all right. But in the beginning, they gonna, we going to have no conversations. So saying Is the this the right team? Is this the so it's not like you're just saying the Celtics winning that game. Yes. Oh. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, I'll give you the difference. If it makes a difference just specifically for that game, they said Kemba's not playing, I think, the first month of the season because he got them still. They play better without Kemba. They play better without Kemba. So. Hey, well, if it's that was the difference maker. Marcus Smart about to carry them pit packs. (laughs) (laughs) Some things. KD, look, I'm going to give you this right now. KD and Jason Tanner will have a war. That's going to be fun to see. He's going to come out and look like KD. It's about everybody else around him. You can't rely on the old DeAndre Jordan. I hope Jared Allen's starting at this point. Jared I hope Allen, the experiment is Jared Allen probably just stand there. Jared Allen is gonna be like the one city you got on the Mali that come off the bench and you're gonna be specifically there to get blocks. You are particularly there just to get blocks. Which is disrespectful uh, to Jared Allen, because he's way better than DeAndre Jordan to me. To me. What yeah, does DeAndre Jordan you know, do right I now? I don't even know so, why he's there, G. <laughs> they it's weird, bro. It's one of the weird situations. But I, I look, I give you take, I give you Jason Tatum stats right now. 32, 8, 5, 2 blocks. Damn, write that shit down. You saying he going to block? Ooh. Yeah. I'm saying he get a block yeah, on KD. Let me write that down. I'm writing that down. Right here or 32, 8, and 5. Jalen Brown going to have 19, 5, and like what? Not, probably like 19, 5, and 5. He going to have a, a quality mockery rookie game. <laughs> I don't care about nobody else. KD on the other hand, first one had like 38, 12. <laughs> it's like, probably well, KD, If KD comes off the Achilles dropping 38, it's a problem. I think the league should be scared. You think he's not coming off the Achilles dropping 38? He could, but if, I'm just saying if he do, if he comes off the Achilles and drops 38. Yeah, that's what? actually, that's going that's, that's, that's to be something to talk if about. If anything, that says Whether more about how good the Nets might be. Because literally, it's like KD coming back. Ain't nothing wrong. Just throwing that out there. Like if KD comes out, like I ain't even gonna say, say he's gonna be a scrub. Look, it could be like literally. I don't think you don't watch hoops and brews or listen to him. Gee, TPJ thinks KD's about to average twenty one this season. 
<laughs> I don't think that's that bad to say. I think 21, when you have Kyrie on your team, is actually. Look, if Kyrie's the leading scorer of that team, that team's a first round exit. <laughs> Keeping G real. If KD is, I mean, if Kyrie is the leading scorer of the Brooklyn Nets this season, and KD is there, and unless KD literally just sits there and be like, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to uh, take days off. Okay, cool. Be my guest. Okay, then I wouldn't be mad. Not, that's not a bad take because any team that Kyrie has led the team in scoring in didn't make the playoffs or just wasn't good. Oh, in the playoffs. Oh, first round exit. Oh, first round exit. So, so I'm just saying if, if Kyrie is the primary scorer of the Brooklyn Nets, first round exit. Just throwing that out there. But I did write down Tatum's stat line because I think if he does that, uh, I'm throwing him in for potential MVP race. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the two blocks. The two blocks is the one that's really going to pique my interest. But uh, <laughs> let's move on to we Lakers and Mavericks. Uh, like you said, Daytra, you in the text, you said, hey, they finally said LeBron don't, isn't, isn't going against a rival. But uh, this goes with my agenda that is Luke, that the league wants to get the league to Luka. It's the Luka agenda. The Luka agenda is on the way. Because you don't just sit there and say – he, he more than likely he could win MVP this year, but it's no, he is he is the next MVP. He's slated to be the next MVP. It's between two niggas, bro. Right now, Bron up the Bron will always be in contention. But he the last two seasons showed that Bron is. I mean, not the last two. The this one in the year before he took that Cavs team to the finals. Those the, those two seasons shows that LeBron James never touched another MVP. That's just fact. It's between Anthony fucking Davis and Luca. You got the old saying that you give the old for Anthony Davis, you get the he didn't win it this year, so we give it to him the next year. Like that happens with every fucking MVP person ever, right? Yeah. Because the only reason we, people trying to give it to Bron was because you know, like leadership and taking his team. But Anthony Davis in the regular season was low key the better Laker. He's right. Right. Um. He legit, just with his presence on that court, legit won them basketball games. Um, Luka, on the other hand, will put up wild fucking stats this whole entire short season. So he ain't got a long season, so his stats to just flush out and space out. This nigga about to average 30 something, bro. In his short season, he about to average 30 something. Uh, I think he average a triple double. Last night in there, throw Devin Booker in there because he's going to be in playoff contention. So his numbers is going to get elevated. But which is another team who probably I don't even know when the last time the Phoenix Suns had a Christmas game. I'm already starting my on that team, bro. Right since Steve Nash and Amari started by. So a good minute. <laughs> but, a good you, you had them go against um I think it depends. I don't know when they had the schedule done. So depending on when they had the schedule done, that dictates whether or not because I don't think they knew the Suns were getting I mean the Suns were getting Chris Paul. Probably. You're right. So that probably the, the Blazers got smelled up too, but yeah, but the Blazers each time the thing is the Blazers and Nuggets is like a Christmas staple. That feels like I feel like they play so much on Christmas, so it's like they're like give give it a rest. And the Nuggets is the more fun team and marketable team right now. Even though it's that, people thinking people thinking that the Lakers gonna be the one seed, I give it to the Nuggets, bro. They got a chip on their shoulder. What the fuck do they got to lose? They really don't. Yeah, and they just, got, they just get R.J. Hampton, they got another rookie with an upside who didn't get fucking really drafted, bro. Like, 
Oh yeah, yeah. I, I get him and the dude they got the the, the point guard the Pistons drafted and RJ Hampton mixed up because they look like to me. So both light skinned niggas. So <laughs> that's how I mean, like. Oh yeah, they did RJ, and then Bobo looked like he's about to he's going he's on the main the main starting twelve. So hey, look man, I I believe Bobo isn't is gonna be a big help for that team. G a big help because they don't really have defense. And all he got to do is just stand in front of niggas and just extend his arm. He's a walking contest. He's a walking contest. So hey, like I want. He's also a walking fucking injury. I hope not. <laughs> That's why I hope that man. I really hope the Nuggets put Boba on a on a weightlifting program. Like we just need you to bulk up, my nigga. We ain't we ain't telling you get like goddamn be big like goddamn Ben Simmons. You gotta big. be joking, big, but but no, be like. Be like KD, be KD yeah. big, or something like that. Where it's just like you, you still pretty, like you still got your athleticism, you still got your agility and stuff. But we just need to make sure you're not about to get. If AD decide to put his shoulder in your goddamn uh, chest, you're not about to uh, walk away with a collapsed lung. So <laughs> that's the main thing. But uh, I believe I ain't mad at the Nuggets being number one and. Just seeing the fact that the Clippers and Nuggets being the final game is hilarious. Uh, I believe the Nuggets should win that game as well. So, give it to the Clippers. It depends. Regular right season team. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Regular season team, bro. Because no. even like even when I look at that no. team, nothing they have. I tell be, me. Go ahead. No. I wouldn't be shocked if the Nuggets win because that Clippers team is low key kind of depleted. With Montrez gone, Montrez, huge help. Lou Will pick and roll, unstoppable. Uh, but that put the ball in um, Kawhi and Paul George's hands even more. It, my problem is who's the point guard? Nobody on the bench who they can pass it to. Or give it to. Ibaka, technically. He's the big body. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like that's the body now. Like, yeah, like Lou will gonna pretty much go back to being Lou will at this point. But and Lou Kennard, he traded. Uh, he he gonna be on Christmas. I mean, I, I respect Lou Kennard. I have to play with him in two K nineteen. I was on that Pistons team. Me, Drummond, and Lou Kennard took him to the chip. Got smacked by Clay a couple times when it was fun. <laughs> never Clay dropped thirty eight every single game in that series. <laughs> Sent me to God <laughs> twice. I never that means hear your frustration. That frustration was different, G. <laughs> that was a different frustration I heard. But still, well, I, I know you... Andre Drummond lobs did not help. Did not. <laughs> it was good, son. But look, <laughs> like they, I like what they kind of did with their bench, and it's. My main thing is, it's like more, they did a addition by subtraction. Like, in a sense of, they did what the Lakers did last year. They just need niggas to actually play roles. Luke Kennard knows his role. Be a hard-nosed white boy, make your threes. Serge Ibaka, we just need you to hopefully limit Jokic, Jokic, niggas like Jokic, AD, limit them and make and make important shots. So you think Serge coming off the bench? Either, uh, well, Zub, okay, well, I don't know what they want to do with Zubac. 
Blue Rock is starting center slash power forward about to hurt. Seven. It's about to hurt. Now, I do think that they know Keith played a little bit better with Zubak on the floor but Montrez out now. I think in that Nuggets. The Nuggets series. Literally, that was the problem. That was the problem. Even though Jokic was still giving Zubak Montrez the getting smoked. Montrez was getting smoked, but now he got Anthony Davis to take him. That helps. <laughs> that helps. It's like, hey. <laughs> but um, you, got, you, got, you got that. But in the regular season, Zubat being your primary center is about to hurt. I don't think it's he's closing out games, though. I, I don't think he's closing I'm, out games. I think Ibaka going to close out games most of the time. What you going to close out a 20-point deficit? <laughs> who the fuck is, is Zubat guarding? Bro, it's, it's not like he's about to play. That's the why Montrez is playing Montrez came in, coming in. Montrez, Montrez, for every bucket Montrez got put on him, he can at least give one back. Yeah. But gee, I'm, you saying it like okay? What this was? They big man rotation last year with the Clippers. Zubox starts games, nothing new. All his sole purpose was, hey, grab our rebounds. Montrez comes in, hey, bro, we need you to pick and roll with every goddamn nigga on the court and score. Literally, and Montrez is out there from what the first half, the first half of the first quarter to the end of the second quarter, most of the time, and then does it again. So it's not like, oh, I'm expecting Zuba to play heavy minutes. Young, young, athletic guy who's gritty, grindy, if you want to say the Stephon defense. You know, I think he might be a better defender with AD with him as well. So he might be a better defender. Sergey Rocker. And Serge Ibaka still does his Serge job, Ibaka. but he shoot. The difference is he just shoots threes instead of run pick and roll. He can still catch lobs every now and then. He's a way better defender. He's not gonna get cooked on the pick and roll. Serge Ibaka. I, gee, I'm not saying it like Serge Ibaka is a huge upgrade, right. but gee, you gotta look at it like but this. Serge Ibaka is one score tall away from the Lakers. Serge is one score tall away from the Los Angeles Clippers being the seventh seed. And then he's going to be hurt. And then we're going to wonder why, why the hell Paul is Charlotte right now. We're going to be wondering why Paul George is because they can't. They let my, they let my chest hell walk. Gee, I would and cry. they had to trade Paul George yeah. to Charlotte. Gee, I would cry if they send that nigga to Charlotte <laughs> midseason. Gee, I'm like, what what for what? If I'm Kawhi, I'm like, bro, oh, I ain't playing another game. If I'm Kawhi, I'm not playing another damn game. I'm literally – my. I, hey, if hey, I'm quad, my quad going to implode. Smartest move in that reckless ass offseason, though, in which the Clippers and Kawhi low key start the Lakers. But who won a chip anyway, right? Yeah. Kawhi said that. Deal, that was the smartest move in offseason history, bro. Like, because if he don't, well, he got if he don't want Mike and Vincent, he could dip, can he? Honestly, they could yep. both dip this offseason. Yeah, they could both dip this offseason. So, like, I think they could opt out. So, <laughs> next offseason, they could both dip depending on the situation. But, yeah. Like, I'm young. It's always for Kawhi to come in Milwaukee, bro. Hey, because it sounds like Giannis don't want to leave. Oh, we going to talk about his comments today? Uh yeah, we could talk about that once. Let's let's go ahead and go over the free agency. Let's start talking free agency shit. 
But uh, so matter of fact, let's go ahead and talk about the Giannis comments. Yeah, so go ahead and talk about that because uh, I saw it, but uh, you can go ahead and leave that. So I'll probably not put up the fucking transcripts, but in all honesty, big takeaway: what we Giannis was talking about. I don't know who the hell he was talking to, right? This wasn't y'all. This wasn't watched. This wasn't um, any big. In- right? This wasn't even Rachel Nichols. He was talking to some shorty. I don't even know. Shorty's probably. I don't even know what she was from. She's probably like some Rocky Moves cast. This is why I say Giannis is the most relatable NBA player we got, bro. Not just not not you know, you know physically wise because God basically playing favoritism with his genetics. But when it comes to his personality, bro, he really had a conversation with a reporter nobody knows about and basically said, yeah, he said, Anthony Davis, LeBron, KD, I love to play with those guys if they come to Milwaukee. And he talked about LeBron and particularly said, he's my idol. He's the best player in the world. If he, I would love to play with Milwaukee and play with him in Milwaukee or LA. He said in Milwaukee or LA. The nigga said in Milwaukee or LA. Now, mind you, I don't think that much of it, but if I'm an LA Lakers fan right now, bro. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm happy. That was a short end of the stick. Y'all gonna find her. I like the reason I can't read it word for word because I want to say it again. I do not know who the fuck reported that. Okay, this is real because there's a video out of it, but I don't know the lady who had that interview with him. And it was a bunch of it was retweeted by a bunch of NBA pages, so I could probably find it the way old. But oh, hello. Hey, the one. Damon about man. to have LeBron James come in his doorstep and tell him to shut the hell up. Mm. Talk about the NBA and the bubble was way easier. Shut your ass up. Uh, let me find. Uh, not okay. I hope I don't get fucking pop ups galore clicking on this link. But um, the Greek freak thirty point out blah 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 blah. blah. Now, I really hate the fact that I got to go to this damn BSO page. Oh, yeah. He also said he don't mind being the number one, two, or three. Yeah, guy. I just saw that. G. <laughs> Yo, this nigga, y'all. Yo, G, this is going to be basketball tour to win. That nigga, y'all, that signs, uh, signs with the Lakers for $10 million. Oh, here you go with your weak-ass beta male self. I knew you couldn't get the job done. You too soft for this. That's all like LeVar Ball, man. I know it's Dr. Umar. That's Dr. Umar, um, me. But, dog, when G niggas going to be devastated, G, y'all just going to sit there and be like, yo, AD, get your max. Look, I'm a rich man in Greece. You know how many deals? He going sh- he gonna to show the sponsorships. $10 million. I'm straight. I'm, I'm coming to LA, G. The niggas will be devastated, G. And then LeBron going to sit there and be like, hey, hey, man. Bro. LeBron going to turn to magic, G. <laughs> LeBron gonna turn to Magic Johnson. That nigga LeBron gonna be like, I'm gonna just move a smooth 15. Nigga really gonna have, the nigga really gonna have Greek, way better athletic James uh, James Worthy and slightly better fucking Chicago born savage Anthony Davis. 
as in, you know, Kareem. The ball, all you gotta do is pass the fucking ball, and when playoff time comes, dominate niggas, because he's been resting all season. Gee, hey, listen, 15 assists. Listen, this is one of the coaches said. This is how you know. This is how you know the Lakers talk hate that Jim I don't think it's happening, right? I think Adam Silver playing David Stern in this situation. The, league, the only how this probably be that happened if James Harden go to the Brooklyn, right? Then Giannis going to what you would call that that bad. Would be one of the greatest finals in finals history, by the way. But one team ain't gonna have a fucking bench, though. Um, so Giannis Antetokounmpo, most likely Brooklyn. And Cosmote TV. Kobe told me to sacrifice if I want to win to be great. LeBron is the best in the world. MVP is another story. I can tell that he is the best in my idol. He is 17 years in the league. No, Kobe told me to sacrifice and just immediately start talking to LeBron. Yo. Is it considered if you say I was just about to ask. Is any of the, what is that considered considered tampering? It's not tampering because the it's a player. He he didn't say outright. He it's not tampering because for one the players can kind of say that as long as they phrase it correctly. He phrasing everything very correctly, very correctly. So he it's not tampering on his end. It's not like how AD outright said fucking trade me. That was kind of and he said specifically where. That's tampering. And then he also said when he came into the arena, when it was like his last day there, he said, that's all, folks. <laughs> he a savage from my city, man. I love him to death. Don't even know the man. He from the buildings. Yo, G. That man funny. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to find the full thing. I don't know who the fuck to go to to find it. Some Golden State Warriors fans was crying off that shit. By the gee, way, because... I bet they were. You know, gee. Oh yeah, because uh, that that eliminates any any shred of hope that you had. Literally, they had, they their hope is Giannis in every way, in every way possible. But that's not going to happen. It, it's just not. It's done for them. They're done. Yeah, it's, it's, that damn bro, the Warriors was going to be Giannis. Now it's like. Like, well, screw us. Exactly. It's like, well, sh- okay. <laughs> Damn. What do you want me to do? But, uh, all right, let's go, ahead. Let's, let's go ahead and start recapping uh, the actual free uh, NBA free agency offseason. Crap. Uh, let me see if I can find all the latest things, moves. All right. So, we'll have to go all the way down here. Shout out to Athletic. And shout out to Team Over Tuesday for giving me a free athletic you dig too. Because that was that's helpful as hell. Alright. Damn so much. Alright, so free agency started what two, three weeks ago, damn near feels like. Crazy when you think about it. So it I think free agency technically started off when the Bucks uh traded for Drew Holiday. Which was a very huge move. That's a hey Giannis, please. We don't don't leave us. We care. Move to them for them. Where okay. I ain't gonna sit there and say they know what Giannis is about to do, but it's a, it's a Giannis. We're serious type move. Okay, right. let, 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 right. let, 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 listen, 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 listen. The only one. This is like two years too late, by the way. But the only way that that's so like Giannis, we trying to help. If they would have had another nigga that already complimented him, 
Plus, you have like, I don't know if the Milwaukee Bucks fucking believe that Chris Middleton is that nigga. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm they honestly also trying gave to find out. $170 million, too, don't. by the way. Now, if they could just literally package up Chris Middleton and somebody else and get Bradley Bill, then that is a, hey, yeah, nigga, is you drinking wine? Definitely am. Okay. I was just praying you wasn't drinking a fucking Bacardi bottle straight to the damn head. I'm like, Chris, I'm in this podcast, man. We got to talk. <laughs> I was like, bro, uh, work wasn't that hard today. What's the plan for tomorrow? <laughs> hey, hey, y'all oh, yeah. on the floor? Tomorrow's different. You said what? Did y'all hear what huh? on the floor? Y'all ever happen to flow? No. What happened? I talk about it after yeah, the pod. Yeah, after the pod. Uh, Gee, I'm like, hold on. I'm like, I don't know how to edit videos that do it yet. I'm low-key sad because he was a big help. But um, now, how they feel that Chris Middleton is that dude, I don't know. But Drew Holiday, if they had somebody else with Giannis, would make this team the guaranteed number one in the East and a guaranteed final spot. If they had somebody else, just a dude that can flat-out score the ball when Giannis is getting trapped in the paint. Just, I, I don't know. It is not Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton helped one game in the whole entire goddamn playoff stretch. One. It was the game where Giannis wasn't there, though. <laughs> that was the game he wasn't yeah, there. His ankle was gone. His ankle yeah. was gone. Yeah, that it, game was ankle was gone. Chris Middleton had like 30 or something like that. He kept, remember, that was the town when the Heat was about to win, but Chris Middleton kept Chris shooting Milton that ball. Just kept and it was going in. Chris Middleton was making buckets. He was a bucket that game. Yes. If you, if they could have got one person. Now, in all honesty, I would say, I guess the league, the league is probably happy at the way that the, the max contracts are going. And I say, I have to say this, that a lot of stars that you can pair up, it is impossible because money don't work. There is no, the, the money don't work with a lot of stars Yep. Because yep. you got to think about it. The, 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 the best people that you could probably pair up with Giannis now is who? Bradley Bill. Westbrook would pay, Westbrook no. a lot. James Harden, honestly, Harden, Harden and Giannis would be a match made in heaven. They just don't like each other. They just don't like they each don't other. They don't like each other. Uh, that pick and roll will be absolutely disgusting. Yep. Absolutely disgusting. Um, Kyrie and KD see what they're going to do. LeBron ain't leaving LA. It's too comfy out there, and you just want to chip. AD waiting for your move. Um, you don't want Paul George. <laughs> he can't get it done against teams with fucking white people. Um, Kawhi, you got to wait probably another two years. What, who, who you could possibly get other than Bradley Bill? Jimmy looking like a Miami. He ended he's, his he's career in Miami. Retiring. He's probably retiring in Miami. Yeah, Zach Levine? That's not like Zach, I love Zach Levine, but he's not that much of an upgrade from Chris Middleton. At least you could sit there and say Chris Middleton is a a I ain't gonna say, a solid defender. I, don't, I ain't gonna say, to say he's a great or good defender, but he's a solid defender. I don't, I don't think I ever see Chris Middleton get cooked. Cooked. Zach Levine's getting cooked. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so, all right. Now, this is a long shot, and it popped up in my head out of nowhere. 
What would the bus have to do to land somebody like Dame? Dame saying, I want out. That's the <laughs> only way. Dame has to outright so say, like, Dame has to sit there and see everything going on in Portland just igniting the flames, like how it was over the summer. Uh, it's only doing crack. This is decriminalized. It's just on a crack pipe, just. He has to walk in the locker room. He has to walk in the locker room, see CJ McCollum and uh, Nurkic smoking crack, and be like, you know what? I can't do this no more here. (laughs) Dave has that, like, it has to be specifically. Damian Lillard is not leaving the Portland Trailblazers until he outright says, I want out. Even if they sit there and trade everybody, he says, I want to stay. They're not trading him because it's like, hey, They'll come see Damian Lillard at least to a small market team like that. It's just like, like that. All, that economy revolves around Damian Lillard, love Pete, because the Adidas store off that he probably Adidas biggest athlete other than James Harden. Exactly. Hardy. So, like you just it's just so much. Like you can't even miss. That's the only other person. All the young guys already got their money. Yep. So it was like. Like, he can't do either he's going to stay like at this point. Zion had to get this bad year and say, I want out. Oh, Zion going to say, I want out. There's so much in Louisiana. Hey, look, gee, I'm sorry, man. I think like that man going to love eating a fried alligator too damn much to leave. The food too good. <laughs> Literally, if Zion leaves, he's going to come. He got to go to a city that has way better food, which is, look. Hey, if Zion leaves, the Pelicans are selling that team. Hey man, Seattle they go, but off to Seattle you go. But my point is, I don't think Zion's going nowhere until he sit there and sit there and be like, all right, who got the best food? And he's going to sit there and be like, oh yeah, Chicago. All right, man, I'm going to be a bull. We're going to see Zion take He's going to have a video log. Bro, the marketing for that will be perfect. Yeah, he's going to be Zion oh, he's gonna be the new face of Harold's, nigga. Literally built. <laughs> he's going to be the face of Harold's. Lewis fans hilarious. Ain't nobody coming to this team ever. Y'all better hope y'all draft good. <laughs> Shout out to AK, I believe. Y'all gotta worry about Will Chandler's son since he's COVID. Ugh. Hey, look, man, that, that's <laughs> nigga filthy. But moving on for the Bucks, though. Like, they did get Drew Holiday. The Bogdan situation was a big fat L. That was a nasty ass yeah. L in itself, but I get what they were trying to do at the end of the day with that. I I, I kind of get what they were trying to do. Look, bro, a third lineup with Drew Holiday, Bogdan, Chris Middleton, Greek Freak, and Brooke Lopez could have worked. That would that was going to – I would have well, felt comfortably saying the floor, they're my the favorite. Floor is spaced, the floor is spaced perfectly. And just Nobody's the defense really probably is going to be like – No, Bogdan – I've never seen Bogdan get cooked. Because he played for Sacramento. You didn't watch Sacramento games. I'm keep it real. When I did watch him, he never did get cooked. At least, like, anytime I watched the Kings, it was against the Lakers, G, or the Clippers. Nigga, who was you? I'm about to say, but nigga, who was you watching the Kings? But was you watching look, the Kings in Washington play a nice 48 minutes of L? Look, man, look. Had, of course, it was against a good team. But I never really seen Bogdan get cooked. And he never got really cooked at all. Like he's he I ain't like I said, he's like Chris Middleton. He's a solid defender. He's 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 going to make sure he doesn't get cooked. 
Now, if he's now if LeBron decides to pick him on a pick and roll, what do you want me to do? But that's different. But in terms of like guarding his position, which is shooting guards, and if he needs to guard another wing, I never really seen him sit there and get a cook me unless it's somebody like I never seen him go against James Harden or somebody like that. But I don't think I ever seen him get cooked. So if that was a lineup, they would have been really good defensively. In the floor would have been space, like you said. Giannis still does what he gets to do, but you have at least somebody who isn't scared of a clutch shot because that dude, I think, has like three, four game winners I remember in recent memory. So it's just like he, they would have been straight, but it failed because I think the league called tampering on their asses. So <laughs> they had to hold that. But I think they turned that. Who they end up getting? Uh, forgot who the hell they got. They got somebody else. I forgot who the hell it was. We'll get to it. But uh, next major move, the Lakers turn uh, Danny Green away into Dennis Schroeder, which was a very huge move for the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers literally did a no, lot. No, it's the other way around. They turned Danny Green into Wesley Matthews. They turned Dennis uh, Rondo into Dennis Schroeder. Well, yeah, but trade-wise, they traded Danny Green to get Dennis Schroeder. Oh, yeah, trade-wise. Yeah, yeah. yeah trade-wise, they turned. So, uh, yeah, still very correct. And we'll just talk about the Lakers' frequency moves from here. But, yeah, they turned uh, Dennis Schroeder. They turned Dennis, Dennis. I mean, Danny Green and Dennis Schroeder. And they also did get Wesley Matthews immediately afterwards. And surprised the world by getting Montrez Harrell, which is and they got Marcus all. So the Lakers literally probably had a very freaking good free agency. Uh some people did say they sacrificed too much defense and losing Rondo may hurt. It depends. I feel like it may hurt come playoff time in moments, but I don't think that I don't think it's that serious. It wasn't that serious. I, think, I wouldn't say I don't think it was that serious like too because the situation the situation with that was it was all about it was all about can they defend guards, right? Can they defend those guards? Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as defending James Harden, so you take that out the water. They locked down Westbrook that series, out the paint. Jamal Murray had the seat of Jordan inside of him. Couldn't stop him. But whoever the hell else was his shooting guard that we don't remember, didn't do anything. Gary Harris, which... <laughs> so, like, that, that, was, that was the thing, right? And when it came to, like, the, the Westbrook situation, I was on him most of the time. I was watching the series. Yeah. And, and, or they and, just left them open. They they literally said, hey, we, you going to shoot threes? Go ahead and shoot a three, nigga. They tested Westbrook. And outside of game one. So, I don't, I don't think I don't think the deep I – I think the defense team might rear his head, but <laughs> they got fucking AD. Exactly. And – Right, nobody's getting into that paint. That too, plus you still you kept KCP. And, like, regardless, Frank Vogel is still a very, like, regardless, the core of his thing is defense. Like, at the very worst, you're not going to be that bad of a defense. He's still going to be top 10 to me. And as long as you're top 10, you're probably still in place to win. Uh, You're still in still a very good defensive team. Like, not everybody in the league plays defense. But Frank Vogel is still a very good defensive team. Okay, but you're looking at. Like, if you look at it in the sense of defense, right, what team is cooking the Lakers? Nobody. 
Especially now because you you, you your main issue was this. Okay, we know you can lock niggas down, but what are you gonna do when LeBron is off the court and all we have to do is just du double triple team AD? They fixed it by literally saying, "Hey, we're going to give you Dennis Schroeder." Oh, let's add on top of that. Let's give you uh, the sixth man of the year and let's put uh, Montrez Harrell with him. So now, regardless who is on the court with LeBron or AD, scoring is very much possible. Especially because you now have a guard who can score and also play make and also get Anthony Davis the goddamn ball. I do think, I do think the Rondo situation. I think the Rondo hurt them. Rondo situation hurt them more than any other player that they let go. Yes, I agree. That is truly a fact. It would be an argument if they wouldn't let KCP up. It wouldn't have been an argument. You said KCP between Rondo's. That that's an argument right there. Because both of them play really good defense. But I get an answer from Rondo. Because when LeBron was off the court, Ronald's fucking goal was to feed AD. That yeah. was his yep. primary goal was yeah. to feed AD. Feed AD and just find a way for us to score. And he he did some of that score. Yep. Uh, so it's difficult. Like it's, I do think the defense thing just because of Rondo, right? Rondo is the biggest piece. Danny Green, this was not his year. I do think Danny Green is a fantastic player on both ends, but it was just not his year. So they had to let him go. Um, JaVale McGee was unplayable after the first round of the playoffs. And literally, he, people also got to remember. People also got to remember with JaVale, he started games, he never finished them. Dwight finished some of those games, not him. And even Dwight, they yeah, took Dwight out in certain situations. Yeah, but I mean, in general, like, drop the record. Dwight is a problem. They brought Dwight in in certain games to fucking beat the other team. Yep. <laughs> so, because when you got a situation in which you got KCP, Bond, uh, AD, you're going to call the game with KCP, Bond, AD, Wesley Matthews, and fucking Montreal Harrell. I don't think that's the starting lineup. No, I think you closed the game with that. Oh, 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 oh. I thought I'd say, I don't think they started. I don't think, yeah, okay. No, they started. I don't think Wesley Matthews started either. But you closing the game with that. Maybe. If you want to go defensively, right? You throw Wesley Matthews out there. Now, something else nobody talk about. Wesley Matthews, what he part about Bucks defense? He was solid. He was solid. And he shoots over 35% from three. And literally, and you're getting, and you're you're going to be more open. You're going to be more open than you ever been because literally, you got LeBron and AD on the court with you. Whenever I want to, whenever I want to see like whatever the Lakers do, I always look at like two written two niggas on Twitter that talks nothing about but Lakers games, and they break it down on the like two tweet. And that's that unwritten rules guy, and that's the Lakers field room shit. Talking about like how much. Anthony, I mean, not Anthony Davis. Wesley Matthews did on the defensive side, especially when he was going against, like, Jimmy Butler. There's some talking to that. There's going to be some talk with that. So, I can see it. If people talking about, like, oh, what they going to do against KD and shit like that, the same thing every other team do against KD. Watch him fucking score. When and, 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 and then crunch time. And at crunch time, put Anthony Davis on him. And watch him fucking score still. I'm sorry. He's just going to keep scoring. Same thing with James Harden, same thing with any other 
elite player. But this is the thing. Elite players is always going to be elite. You got to stop the regular niggas. Right, yep. <laughs> smoking you. Them, them, them. Who was that nigga on the fucking oh, Nuggets that was smoking up, G? That wasn't Joe Ticket Jamal Murray? Oh, Jeremy Grant. You got to stop that nigga. You got to stop them type of niggas, bro. And that's one and, thing the Lakers did well. All playoff. Hey, we're going <laughs> to stop you regular niggas. Because you regular niggas probably going to help them get additional 50 points. We cool with James Harden doing what he got to do. We If Westbrook shoots himself out the gym, perfectly fine. Nuggets. Ooh. Jamal Murray, cool. Jokic, AD going to neutralize you. Hey, you other niggas, hey, good luck. With the Man. Blazers. Dame, CJ, and whatever. Melo, you may have a game. Everybody else, eat a dick. So, but I, I like the Lakers moves. They upgraded everything. Probably downgraded a little bit on defense. I'm not going to go straight on the Lakers guaranteed W because anything can happen in this league we love mm-hmm. called the NBA. But it's so hard to say what team is better than that. On paper. Mm-hmm. Because people talk about LaMarcus, I mean, um, Marcus Saul is old and, slow, old and slow. He doesn't have to put in as much work on that Lakers team that he did with the Raptors. Exactly. And plus, he st- all he has to do is play solid defense and shoot threes. He only really need and that's all he got to do, and get boards. That's but literally he all he has to do. All you got to do is come out for the first five minutes with Anthony Davis and go to hell home. <laughs> you're, you're JaVale McGee, but you're giving veteran leadership. And also, he's a he's also, once again, he's a Gasol brother. He can pass. So and I think this is another situation that shows that when you're in free agency and you get, it's not always about that damn big star you're trying to get, whoever the biggest mm-hmm. star free agency. It's about getting players that's going to mess well. People talk so much shit about this Lakers team, bro. Say it was the bubble the reason why they won. Say whatever you want to say. If if the bubble didn't happen, trust me, it would be a Luka Doncic versus goddamn LeBron James Western Conference Final, bro. I'm telling you that right now. If the bubble didn't happen, so don't say oh the Clippers would have smacked them other than the bubble because the Clippers don't even own their own stadium. So when you when that's a bar. When you when you look at what. Rob Palinka did in the offseason in which they got these people that they absolutely slandered. Every pick people slandered. Nigga, I think me and you slandered some picks, Chris. Every pick nigga slandered. And they was able to win a chip with that. That's smart. And think about it. Bro, what trades did they make in the better trade deadline with that team? I don't think they made any moves. They made any, I don't think. What 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 moves did they make, bro? The team is we we talking about just the free agency, bro. But think about the free agents that they was able to keep other than KCP, Marcus Morris. Marquise Morris gonna help a lot. I mean, Marquise gonna help a lot. And you kept KCP. You kept you kept you kept him on that that one year deal, and you got Jared Dolly, the the glue apparently because they have people. Look, and think, and this is one thing people need to understand. All 12 of your players don't need to be cold, G. That's the thing. No. That 12, like, literally, after you get you get your 10, you're supposed to have 10 dudes sit there and be like, I trust you. 11, 
12 and 13 and 14, literally those are either a, a veteran who's just there to be, A, we in a locker room. If you say something stupid, we're going to roast you, but we like you. That's Jared Dudley. And then plus they still got Talon Horton Tucker. They got Giannis' brother and somebody else I can't think of. So literally, you said. I got fucking Kuzma too. And they said I have Kuzma. Who's probably now, going to get that before the season over? He might get dealt. He, this is Kuzma. For, uh, look, for Kuzma, this is a make or break year for you. Either A, you're going to work your way into work your way into probably getting a decent contract from the Lakers, because they can keep you because of bird rights. And you become the Kuzma that we all know and love before LeBron got there. Or you are sent away. To the highest bidder, or at at the trade deadline, or when your uh, or when you your free agency comes up, and somebody decides to give you eighty million dollars, somebody will give him eighty million dollars because of potential. But for Kuzma, this is a very huge year for him. You can stay in L.A. or you go to Charlotte and play with Lamelo. Choice is yours, because it seems like Jordan is willing to give niggas money, <laughs> willingly trying to give niggas money. So, throwing that out there, but I like what the Lakers did. Um, next they team, just, is, Lakers got a squad, bro. They squad is crazy, bro. Yeah, I say the Lakers. They won the off season as far as team makeup, but as far as bringing in, as far as a team that brought in somebody that can really help turn their franchise around, or at least get them over that. We're trying to make the playoff pump. Phoenix is number two for me. Yeah, and I was I was about to say let's go over Phoenix the, made, let's talk about Phoenix. Made the best pickup to me. Yeah, Phoenix did what they were supposed to do. Either you gonna find a way to get better, or you, or you just stick with stick with your guns and you figure it out from there. And I think the only thing they really lost this offseason was Aaron Baines, but I think that dude was about to get paid from someone. I think somebody gave him money. I don't know if he's still a free agent or not. But the Suns did good no, by he's the not a free agent. I forgot what team y'all. All right, I'm gonna look that Who's up. Who's the Celtics? Didn't he? No, Aaron. No, Tristan Thompson is on the Celtics. Uh, oh, wait, Tristan yeah. Thompson went to the Celtics? Yes, I thought I yeah. told you this. Bro, that went so underrated. <laughs> but anyway, the Suns. Shout out to Tristan Thompson. Uh, shout out to Chris Paul. Uh, you you you're away from you're away from OKC. You're just in another kind of red state, but now blue state. <laughs> it's still very red. It's just they didn't fuck with Trump. <laughs> Don't, they don't, don't believe talk about John McCain and them niggas getting you up out of there. Exactly. But, <laughs> hey, they don't celebrate King Day there still. So it's still a red state to me. But you're you're in a really good place where you can help boost the Suns up in a way that be really be- beneficial for Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden. And I really like the move for them. They still have a really good squad, by the way. So it's like I really don't have much a really good problems. young squad. Yeah, like they still have a really good young squad. Chris Paul mm-hmm. literally is at at worst going to be the third option every night, and you 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 have probably the best perimeter play he probably ever played with in Devin Booker. So at this point, it's just a fight for that eighth seven seed again. Man, they probably overachieved. Yeah, Chris Paul is such a difference maker with a franchise that sometimes we let that rocket situation cloud our eyes. But, bro, 
Chris Paul took that rocket situation to what? A Western Conference Finals. How many times? Once. They were literally a Chris Once. Paul game away from them They were going literally to the Chris Paul's hamstring from imploding. So they did what he do with that? What he do with that 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 OKC team? What seed they were? They were the seventh. They were top five, weren't they? No, no. At one point they were. At one point they were, but they were the seventh. No, wait, no, 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 no. They were the six. Yeah, I'm thinking they higher because went the Jazz the seventh seed. I think they were the fifth or sixth seed. No, because the Mavericks was the seventh seed. I think they were the fifth seed because the Rocks were the fourth seed. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so yeah, they were the top five, five seed. Yeah, because we were talking about the first round that it was a chance that OKC could take them out. Yeah, so. It was the seventh, so yeah. But think about that. Think about that, bro. Think about that. And this is not now a prime Chris Paul. OKC team. And this is not a prime Chris Paul. And Chris Paul literally is in his John Stockton years, I, I would like to say, with way better talent. Literally, you're playing now, with look, You traded you, 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 Chris Paul as a player. You take him away. Steven Adams for DeAndre Aiden. Huge ass upside. Shadrins Alexander for Devin Booker. That's an upgrade. Come on, bro. Huge upgrade. And, like, you have young, respectable players on that team still. Like, it kind of sucks you have to lose Kelly Oubre, but it, it be that way sometimes because I, I'm a huge Oubre fan. But you still have Devin Booker. You have your core, your core two young pieces, which is Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden. And also, I think it benefits DeAndre Aiden more because he actually has a guard who, for one, is, who's going to sit there and get him the ball in the right spots. Like, there was, like even though Rubio was a solid pass first guard for them, it was a hell of a difference when that team was healthy. But Chris and Paul Rubio got better with his defense, too. In a way better defender. And that your defense gets a lot better. Because if, even though Chris Paul probably can't guard the best player on the court all the time, but he's going to at least light a fire under Devin Booker to be like, hey, bro, guard these niggas, G. You don't have to work that hard on offense no more because, hey, I'm bringing the ball up the court. I'm probably setting up the offense. You just got to get find a way to get at least as open as possible, get to your spot. I just need you to play some good defense. It don't even got to be crazy lockdown. Just good enough where you don't get cooked. That makes a difference. Like it's in terms of leadership, Chris Paul is going to turn a lot of things around. That helps Monty Williams, who is a really solid coach, and makes his life easier. Sit there and be like, "Hey, bro, you could probably light a fire that I can't on court because I can only say so much during when the ball is dribbling. But while that ball is dribbling, you can light fires that I can't. So that's going to be real interesting to see because." This is a hot take. I think Devin Booker has potential to be in the MVP running. I'm not gonna say say he's winning. He might not even be top three, but he might get a, he might be top five in MVP votes, depending how good the Suns do. It's very much possible. Very much possible. And he's as he should. He's not top of playoff. Yeah, because like he's going to get some of the his like for him he's a bucket. That means scoring for you is just gonna get easier. And that's a W in itself. Because literally, if you can score freaking 20, I think he will average like, average what? How much Devin Booker averaged this past season? Hold on. Uh, shout out to. Like 27 or something like that? He, he, he a baller, bro. 26.6, so technically 27. Why well, average a seven assists? So he also had to play make. So 
some of your buckets, you may not, your assist numbers may drop a little bit, but you, you're, you're, you, your 26-27 might go up to 28-29 because literally you don't have to worry about playmaking. Some of those buckets that you was assisting go back to you. Right. So that's going to be beneficial. And, like, that once again, that might help him defensively. And his percentages go up. So Devin Booker is pretty much primed for one all-star season, but also primed to probably have an MVP caliber season, especially if they elevate to a top six, five seat in the West. So I, I'm, I'm, I think it's a chance they get they could be sixty, six, possibly fifty, because OKC drops out completely. Um. The Mavericks that, might be a higher seed this year, I believe. I think Portland is a is wishy washy. It's like we'll see if they you know how. I want to talk about Portland maybe. next. I got I got something to say about Portland. But keep going, Tyler. But yeah, I, uh, breaking I, news: I Nicholas Batum signed his contract with the Clippers. Oh yeah, that's no what I meant. To I was wanted to talk to you about earlier. I knew of something else I was forgetting. Batum ain't gonna be a major I'm factor. Not... Who cares? We'll talk about that when we get to the Clippers. Yeah. So. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I think I don't have super duper high expectations for the Suns, but I definitely think they can be better, way better than where they were last season, and more. I think they could be a, a top six. Yeah, like it's very much possible. Like I said, I won't be mad. What happens happens with them. So like I'm excited to see what happens with the uh with the Suns this year. Uh but I wanna talk about the Blazers real quick. People I think is kinda overhyping and shit. Like, um Yeah, they traded for uh Robert Covington uh, Robert Covington, which is once again, I feel like the Blazers do this every off season. They get a they get a wingman and everybody says this is the missing piece. Last year was Rodney Hood. The year before was Trevor Ariza. The year before, well, last year was Trevor Ariza and Rodney Hood. The year before that was somebody else. The year before that, it was the missing piece. I am, I feel like this is just the annual, A, they made the, they made the same move type move. So, I'm, I'm not impressed by the Blazers. They, sh- if healthy, they should be still in the, in the, I'm putting them in a six, seven, eight seed race, but, I'm not putting too much stock on the Blazers. I think people's kind of over-hyping it, hyping things with them. Blazers will be the Blazers, man. Yep. But if there was a team that's probably going to fall off, I wouldn't be shocked if they fall off. Just me stating I wouldn't be shocked. That's just got way too good, man. It is. Yeah. Too good. Way too the good. Bottom. The Warriors going to be in the, the playoffs Blazers. this year. Let's go ahead and talk the about the Jazz. Is always gonna be the Jazz. <laughs> but yeah, like like the West is gonna be a hellhole. But I want let's go ahead and transition to the Warriors. Uh, losing Clay probably is one of the saddest things to ever happen. I shed a tear uh, about the Clay situation, but I like James Wiseman. That fixes something they've been need like they've been needing for the past couple seasons, which was a center. Uh. And he's a center. I feel like that fits because he's just not no. He he actually has an offensive skill set and defensively, I think he'll be solid. Plus, you learn from Draymond Green. 
Uh, Draymond is healthy. That's a bonus, I will say. Steph is healthy. But you Kelly Oubre is a huge pickup as well to me. Excuse me. But, like, and then also you at least know bench-wise, who are you bringing in and who you keep? Who, who you keeping and who you bringing in? And Eric Pascal coming off your, leading your bench is solid. Plus, I think they've got somebody else. I can't think. But you're not a... You're not outrightly trash. Let's put it that way. Like, you'll figure it oh, out. No, they're not. Yeah, like, you're still figuring. It's going to be some figuring out because of Clay's gone. But the biggest factor for the Warriors this season isn't going to be Draymond Green to some people because I think he's going to come in healthy and in shape, unlike last year, and also motivated. But it's going to be Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins dictates how good this Warriors team can be. They can still probably stick it to the top four seed at the ver- or if Wiggins if Wiggins is really freaking good. If Wiggins is just Wiggins and we know what Wiggins is Wiggins, then that Warriors team is probably gonna be no better than a four six seed. So Yeah. I agree. Um yeah. I'm trying to think. The overall under with the Warriors, it's just the West is so good. And I think what you said with Pam J's, Mike Wiseman, with Draymond, really good to see. You got that. You 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 fixing the thing that the Warriors lack the most, and that's size in the paint. And But the clay situation hurt them so much. Now, if they want to have Curry Clay. Kelly Oubre, Wiseman, Draymond, Wiggins off the bench with Eric Pascal. The Warriors the fourth seed. Yeah. You can't say that. That's just the way it is, bro. And they yeah, fucking I niggas. I agree. They fucking niggas. It just, Clay was that glue to me. Yeah. Because he guarded Curry primary defenders. I mean, Curry, uh, he guarded Curry primary. Um, Hey, yo, Tyler, you your mic? Yeah, yo, Tyler, your mic good? Hold on. Like, dude sound like he in a danger zone, G. <laughs> you sound like he was getting abducted by aliens. Uh, but, <laughs> but, um, you got, uh, that Clay Clay was just a big piece. But I think the Warriors, because you said something, that James Mine and Draymond pair are going to be good. I don't got too much stock in Aries Pascal. He's one of those situations I'm a firm believer in. Don't talk to me when you scoring that many points on a team that you need to score that many points on. Like when niggas like Luke Kennard because he was on distance. Like Drake, I mean, Derek Rose and, 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 and Blake Griffin was injured a lot. Nigga, that was your time to shine. And you still could barely average anything. So I I I I don't put stock into players like that. Same reason I don't think R.J. Barrett takes a leap because, nigga, you're the only thing the Knicks got and you couldn't even do shit. But um, um, I do say this. Um, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic about the Warriors more. Not as, I mean, not as much as I was if Clay wouldn't have been healthy, but I'm still optimistic. Should have kept Drew. Should have kept. It looked like you should have kept D'Angelo Russell, by the way. But hey. 
in terms of keeping them, like, I would at least say Wiggins can. He's not a like I said Wiggins. Nicholas saying the Wiggins was be the greatest defender coming out the league. <laughs> I was cap, but he's a solid def- once again another nigga who's a solid defender. And you have somebody like Draymond on your ass. He's like, look, bitch, you gonna defend one way or another? Because I can't guard point guards. That's what guard Draymond wins. stayed the whole year though. And that's also true, but I don't know where he shipped that nigga off to. But uh, and for what? Chicago Bull. Look, man, he can't do nothing because uh, you know San Francisco is anti-super spreader. They literally kicked the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> out the state. <laughs> they said, hey, you can't play here, nigga. You, you, they told the football team you can't play here. So you think they want a porter? That man super spreader vibes. But that ain't going to happen. I, uh, that'd be ridiculous. Hell, I, if, that, if that happens, I'm probably saying the Warriors is the AFC. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I'm talking shit. Yeah. I know. Uh, Wendell Carter probably. Lori Marketing. You got options. Look, look if you was going to do that, then you should have did that during the draft. <laughs> I'm like, that's the case. You should have did that during the draft. I'm like, okay, we, we get two established young, young guys who... And just tell them, hey, just hoop. But they want to watch me. I ain't mad at it. But like I said, I'm you got Draymond who's going to keep – keep. he's going to hold niggas accountable because, once again, he's going to probably come in this season motivated. Uh, he's probably tired of his mama cussing niggas out on Twitter for him. So, But I like what the Warriors is doing. It's just they're in a very what 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 can we do next type situation. Uh, let's go over East. Uh we already talked about the Bucks, but uh, let's talk about the Celtics. So they moved Gordon Hayward away, which I, is an addition by subtraction type move. Uh, I think that comforts everybody. It does hurt your bench greatly because they lost him and Wanamaker. Oh, that's who the Warriors got, Wanamaker. So he, uh, who's a, he just does his job type role player, point guard. So, but um, but I think you at least solidify players to do what they're supposed to do more and they feel more comfortable getting their shots. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart at sometimes, and Kemba when he comes back. Uh, I think the main... It, but I do like the move of Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson is just a huge upgrade from Daniel Theus overall. Tristan Thompson literally has is still one of the best rebounders in the league. If you're a very perimeter-centric team, you need somebody who's going to go up and get your bricks Sometimes, especially Marcus Smart's bricks, bricks, because you know that when that nigga thinks he's hot, he's gonna shoot shit. So Trish yeah. Thompson is still one of the best offensive rebounders in the league. He has improved as a defender uh, as well. So like you, 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 you fix what was one of your your gravest holes the past couple was since losing Al Horford, which is center. Like it's fixed. The only problem is he doesn't spread the floor, but still is like. Everybody else can shoot on that team, but you. It's not that bad of a situation. So, uh, yeah, I think the Boston go to Hayward situation. Uh, he don't look like he wants to play there. He was supposed to be that great white hope, though. So, the crazy thing, that offseason, they don't have nobody. Like, from that offseason, when him and Kyrie came over there, 
what 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 is the freestyle that you hey bro we gotta talk about daddy age hey. gotta talk about it bro we got to, hey the man scared to pull the trigger damn bro never forget the man scared to pull the trigger that is still probably one of my yeah, best. AD, uh, that's still probably one of my best of uh, episode titles. Is Danny Age was scared to pull the trigger. That man was dead ass scared to pull the trigger. G, you hate to see it, but uh, it was like it still doesn't make sense why he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to give up Tatum. He did not want to give up Tatum. That's what it was. Plain and simple. I understand that Jason Tatum, but Anthony Davis, right. So it's, it's like if I was, I'm like, ain't nobody untouchable in this situation, nigga. It'd be that way. But um, and you really could have, you still really could have did the unthinkable. Is a possibility, you know, you still possibly could have got LeBron. What the fuck was that happening? Like it, because if they would have no, got Anthony Davis, LeBron ain't going LeBron to bag ass Boston. No. But he wanted to play with Anthony Davis, though. He wasn't going to Jeez. leave the Lakers to go to Boston. But we wouldn't have been seeing, we been seeing Brown. I, mean, I think Lakers, I think Brown was the Lakers. He knew he was going to get somebody else. If he knew Anthony Davis was never going to come, if he knew Kawhi was never going to come, if he knew Paul George was never going to come, then he wouldn't be playing in Philly right now. We wouldn't have been celebrating Philadelphia Sixers as a two-time NBA champions. Oh, yeah, no, never mind, because I forgot that Philly was a possibility. Yeah, that's what it was. I'm like, Boston was never in the picture. Boston is also maggot as shit. Could you imagine them literally? Ugh, it's gonna be nasty. So, and yeah, then considering, also considering the nasty things they've been saying about Cam Newton. Exactly. The man has COVID. Had COVID. And nasty things. <laughs> but yeah, but I like what Boston did. Um, I want to talk about Detroit Pistons and what the hell they're trying to do. I think they're trying to legit build that roster that, that remember in the beginning of the bubble when the Nuggets ran all them bigs. I think they're trying to relive that and yeah. they said it might work because they opened free agency by signing Mason Plumley and it was a and also Jeremy Grant. For one, they overpaid for both. Jeremy Grant, the fact Jeremy Grant's getting twenty million dollars a season is nasty. It's nasty as shit. But hey, shout out to them trying to trade that contract in two to three seasons. But and then you get Miles Mason Plumley, whatever Plumley brother they got, you gave that man fifteen million dollars a season. That's nasty in itself. And then shout out to I don't know who reported it, but they said when you add up the contracts of Miles Plumley and uh and Jeremy Grant, uh, it, it opens up possibly for a sign and trade for Blake Griffin. I oh, thought yeah. that was actually going to happen. It never did. I think the I think the Nuggets said, "Look, no, we good." Because who's going to protect? Who's going to protect Jokic on defense? G, if that's the case, who's going to protect that man on defense? I think, didn't they end up getting Jamichael Green for that? Yeah, which he helped. He does. He's a solid defender. He spreads the floor, but still, if you was to get Blake Griffin, that's just nasty. Because yeah, you you're gonna be some great alley oops being seen. Uh, from Jokic and Blake, but gee, I'm not about to see Jokic and Blake Griffin average literally 80 points given scored on them each. So, would have been nasty. But uh, I'm, but yeah, I'm. The Pistons is just hilarious. But also, I think some of the moves make sense in a way 
where you can you're competitive enough. If Blake Griffin stays healthy, you can make be the AFC. You're in the race for the AFC. You're in the race, at least. So, it's just the Pistons just kind of just said we're gonna throw niggas money, which what they did, they threw niggas money. The Pistons is is, is another Blake Griffin injury away from being the Knicks. As far as the makeup of the team. Because I just don't like the way they – I don't know what the Pistons have been trying to do for the past two years, but nothing that they're doing is working. They've been trying, but it's just not it's not panning out the way they, they really wanted to. Yeah, it makes no sense. But, like I said, if healthy, they can possibly – key word in this is possibly – and it falls on Blake Griffin's knees, they can be an eight seed, seven eight seed. And you're going to see the Bucks or the Celtics in that first round and get knocked the fuck out again. So, and have fun with that. Bon voyage. But shout out to the Pistons for just giving us role players a lot of money. This is also, this afraid to sponsors by role players getting the bread, getting the bag, because it's nasty out in these streets. Uh, what's another team we need to hit? Uh, Philly. Oh, Philly. There we go. Philly made some good moves. Yeah, Philly made is interesting. So they, for one, turned uh, Josh Richardson, who I'm surprised they traded for uh, Seth Curry, which I think is a really great trade because you got shooting. Also, they traded Josh. Oh, I thought they just picked him up. No, they traded Josh Richardson for Seth Curry. Uh, And then they turned. What did they turn out Horford into? Al Horford went to the Hawks, didn't he? Didn't he no, no, no. He's, on, no, he's part of the OKC trade. He got sent to OKC oh. for Danny Green. And then you signed Dwight Howard to be your backup big. Why did they sign? Oh, and the, and the they, dude they drafted for, uh, from uh, Kentucky is a really decent scorer as well from what I heard. So, you added shooters. <laughs> You added shooters and you also added vet, veteran leadership. So, added was, Seth Curry was huge. Yeah, huge. Really. Then huge. of course you know they got a a better coach, a more you know, you know battle tested coach. So. Yeah, man. When they get up, when they go up three one, they already know what's the outcome. So you ain't got to worry about it. Just don't go up three one. Just go up three zero. You don't have to worry about it. I go up three zero. He said, "Hey, look." Yo, Doc, we up 2-1. Should we win this game or lose it? Doc going to sit there and think about it. Yeah. <laughs> now, let, let him tie. Let him tie. Matter of fact, yo, Ben Simmons, shoot that game with a three. But I think the main thing with Philly is you added shooting around Ben Simmons and Embiid. Uh, it's still going to fall on. Yeah, and this is going to fall on Doc Rivers in itself. Who is going to be the offense? Who's primarily the offense going to be built around? Is it going to be an MB built around offense or is it going to be built around Ben Simmons? Because either way, the floor is more spaced. You still got Tobias Harris. He's still, he's regardless, is going to be there. It's just nobody wants $180 million that, that they gave that man. That contract that was is the horrible. stupidest trade up. I mean, signing up. G, they gave that man $180 million, G. And that man wasn't going to say no. It's still nasty. But, that shit was so stupid, man. 
but still, I with Horford. I mean, not Horford. I mean Harris. He can still be a guy who can give you between eighteen and eighteen and thirty, depending. And he likes playing for Doc Rivers. So, like before the uh, they sent him to Philly, he was having one of his best years as a as a player with the Clippers. So, I'm interested to see if he has a resurgence. Uh, but I feel like. They in a like I said, it's gonna fall on it's gonna just fall on Embiid and Simmons, and not just their play on the court, but health, because both of them are injury prone as hell. Like they will go, they can literally be healthy for maybe one full month, and then they both take turns getting knickknack injuries. It's yeah, capacity. That Ben Simmons, what was it? His foot this time? No, it was it was his knee, or his knee. Yeah, he had, and it just had, came out of nowhere. Yeah, he had what Kyrie had LeBron's first year coming back to Cleveland where his knee was bothering most of the playoffs, but he played through it. But if he kept but since he kept playing through it, especially in the finals where he legit went crazy, his knee just collapsed. So to protect Ben Simmons it was like that sits you out. We're just gonna take this L. We know we're not going nowhere really. It's going to take this L. We're going to figure it out again next season. Brett Brown's going. We're going to figure it out. So, as long as Ben Simmons is healthy enough, and maybe Doc Rivers can talk the man into at least, hey, bro, attempt one three. But even with Ben Simmons, it's not just even attempting threes. It's being a better free throw shooter as well. Because right, as much as he gets to the basket, like you gotta be able to take them hits and go to the line and, and knock and down those two yeah, shots. If he if he can at least, I don't know what his free throw percentage was this past season. I'm pretty scared to look, but if he can at least get to sixty five percent from the line, at least, and that's not even that good in itself, but that's an improvement. Y'all yeah, talking about free throw shooting? If you gonna be in the paint, nigga, at least you can get a post game. He has an actually respectable yeah, post game. Respect. He has respectable post game. I ain't gonna sit to say he had he's he out there looking like, like Shaq. Giannis. He, I I will say he's probably a tier below Giannis in terms of post moves, but he has more moves than Giannis do. He doesn't he's not he's not strictly halfback dive. I've seen Ben Simmons do has a, at least has a hook move. Yeah. He, he at least has that a fucking floater he does. Yeah, in that floater, he has that floater, that nasty floater. What you can do on two K, which is really helpful, uh, and also he has a hook and he has that uh, uh some hooks. So I've seen him do it. It's just necessarily along the lines of does he do it on a consistent basis? No, nah, not really. Because he, you still got to share the paint with Vincent. I mean, with Embiid. Unless Embiid says, "I want to be a shooter today." But that's really what is going to be the catalyst of how good Philly does because if they don't improve on the offensive end, it doesn't do much service because they already they could they're really a good defensive team. You have two of the best defensive players you can have on a in the league with Embiid and Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons can guard one through five, and then Embiid you, you're straight in the paint. So it's just hey, can we score? And he can draw fouls. He space the floor on a good night. Great defensively. Jordan Embiid is one of the best players in the fucking league. Exactly. Just, I, I don't think that duo will ever work. Yeah, it's just if if it don't work this season, 
You'll know we'll know by we'll know by trade deadline. We'll know by trade deadline how how noisy things sound if it's working or not. If it's not working, somebody's getting flipped. We're going I'll to hear James you. Harden to the Philly. It's going to be real. Now for who who knows? But literally, is you're going to hear James Harden in the Philly rumors starting. So especially if Ben Simmons is the weak link, that's going to be the hard part. But um. But yeah, so Philly's an interesting team. Uh, anybody else worth a damn? Because we could start getting. Did Miami there. make any other moves? Miami no. signed Avery Bradley. That was it. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That was, that's, that's a good move. That's, that's still a, a good. Move. That's a good move for them. Yeah, they signed Avery Bradley. Defender. Yeah, they signed Avery Bradley, and they also uh resigned Rodgers. They didn't really do nothing ex- crazy, and they gave Bam. But don't you think they got too many guards now? No, you have two point. You have Avery Bradley's pretty much. They really needed like a better point guard defender because Kendrick Nunn is just Avery Bradley, Avery Bradley, yes. Gordon Drogba, Kendrick Nunn, mm-hmm. Tyler Hero, shooting guard. That's a guard. Shooting guard still. He's more of a shooting guard. But I said they got too many guards. Not really. Like you got, you have a four guard rotation. Yeah. Yeah, you have a four guard rotation. You straight. So it's oh, not... no, man. Oh no. Like, you oh, know, man, last year the Lakers like had too many bigs. Guard to begin with. He's got the Lakers did have too many bigs. They did and they still kinda do. <laughs> they made it work. Like I get where you're coming from, but it's not like the heat is a uh, freaking uh, a team built around playing in the paint. They're a perimeter-centric team, so it's just like, hey, it doesn't hurt to have a bunch of guards in a way. Like, I'm not mad at it, so it's just, hey, and then Avery Bradley, if anything, is more of a veteran presence. I don't think he's going to steal that much tick. Kendrick Nunn might honestly be on the trade block for all we know, but I think it depends on how he performs this season. But um, and Goran Dragic is just there for another year because we just need to fill the books because it didn't seem like Giannis wants don't know what he wants to do. So and then Dragic is not gonna be playing. He's still gonna be out for a little while because of the the injury he had. Nigga play through it in the finals. He's good by now. He'll be straight. Um. So, but yeah, like I'm not really mad at what they did. Like and the primary thing they did was pay Bam. So it was just like hey. Uh, also, Gordon uh, Hayward is first first team ski mask because uh, Michael Jordan don't give a damn, bro. Michael Jordan don't give a damn. Michael Jordan just said, please come hey, 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 I, I have as much money as KD and LeBron James. He's, one, he's the only – he's the third player to have multiple – have a second $30 million per year contract. The third. That's filthy. Filthy. Nasty. And Muggs, like, gee, shout out to uh, Gordon Hayward, G. And I I told people, I told you, motherfuckers, G, that he was going to get that money. I told y'all he was either going to make it back in New York or or some poor sorry team was going to give him $30 million back. And he still got the money back. So, and the GOAT gave it to him on top of that. So I want y'all to sit down and think about that, G. 
So, if I ain't mad at it, 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 that move does put the Hornets in conversation to fight for the AFC, at least. At least. So, it depends what you want to see. But, uh, I think that's, and that's really it in terms of moves. But, uh, I just want to laugh at, um, Otto Porter G, because that nigga is on some super spreader vibes. That nigga's filthy. Uh, what was that, that for? I don't know. I don't know. But the fact that that wouldn't happen to be that party that we had just, the the news was reported. It was like 300 people at this party or something over the weekend. I hope not. Oh, it was. I hope. It was in Wicker Park, G. So, and that video had none but white holes. I did not see that. That low might have been that party, y'all. Because, gee, if he was, because for one, he had to be back in the city because they had to, they wanted the players to report back to uh, to their hometowns, I think, by, I think last week, if I recall correctly. So, he had to be back in the city, or at least in a suburban area. Gee, if he was at that party, gee, the room, if that rumor of him possibly saying that, uh, that the Bulls want him immediately gone is true, I would cry laughing. I would cry but that man was wild, G. There was no mask. Like, G, you already stealing $25 million dollars from this team. You said what, Tyler? You said what, Tyler? I said he sure didn't have a mask. I didn't see anybody with a mask on. There's I never said I didn't see anybody with a mask, mask on in that video. Yeah, nobody wears a mask in super spreader parties, G. It's just the vibe. But that man is a fucking spreader. There's a word. Hey, man. That's that's if he turn. get if he's one of those players who end up getting COVID, bro. I swear to God, they trade him. I think that he's uh, the, the street. The word on the street is he's already on the trade block. But let him come back and be tested for COVID, bro. He has to hold that, bro. They gonna he, test him. Well, the players gotta get tested because training can't technically starts this week. So all the players that has to report, they're getting tested. So, and I think they're on quarantine either way. So, if he tests positive, who he got to hold that? But he's probably, I think the Bulls might just flip him because that's just something you just don't need, especially like right now. So, so yeah, it's nasty out there for the boy. But uh, that man's filthy though, really filthy. But um, let's go ahead and move off from basketball. Let's go into uh, wrestling. Also, uh, good old wrestling. Some good old wrestling. So, uh, matter of fact, I want to give my soapbox real quick about uh, before we get into current times. We're going to go back in time. Uh, so, if you didn't know, I have been on a back in time of, for one, it originally started with me wanting to know about Booker T's title run reigns before WCW died. Because I think Tyler posted something I said about who will be the, who's the most iconic people for the uh, the big gold belt, and I was like, I don't think I don't think of Booker T. And then you and Deron made a case. I was like, all right, yeah. I, and I was like, okay, I'm about to check this like, out. He's one of the because I already said like Booker T is one of the you no know, one of the first wrestlers to really get me into watching wrestling. So that's why I, he was memorable with me along with that belt. Yeah, so so I decided, all right, I'm going to go back in time and watch 
old WCW from, I think, Booker T. The first night that he won the belt, which was, I think, Bash at the Beach or whatever, which is also, by the way, one of the most messiest pay-per-views of all time. The messiest. But uh, what originally also started it was when I decided to watch, well, I was trying to get you niggas to watch Halloween Havoc 2000, but you niggas wasn't going. Y'all bogus as hell. No, I watched it. I know you did, Tyler. You have nothing to do, better to do sometimes. But I was trying to get the guys to watch it, but no. Shout out to Byron. I think he tried. So, but that made me go back in time. I was like, all right, let me see. Again, hey, it be that way. So, all I'm going to say is this, and it's going to be a short, I ain't going to spend too much time. That last year and a half, or probably 11, 10 months, I don't remember. I primarily only watched Nitros. I didn't watch no Thunders, except probably the last Thunder. Because that same storyline was worth it. I watched pay-per-views and primary nitros. Just the fact that I think around that time, they took away the iconic nitro titantron broke my heart. That broke my heart because I liked that titantron a lot. I had it as a kid. It was just a big normal, it was just a big ass fort uh, with a screen behind it. But the fact that that show for the past 10 months was slowly built around Booker T, which is not a bad thing because Booker T was on his coming up and he was winning belts and he was kind of the star and they tried to build him up as pure Black Rock, which was hilarious. Goldberg, who also, by the way, was off and on getting beat up by people. Jeff Jarrett, who was on his A. Somehow we made Jeff Jarrett a star thing. Scott Steiner was on up and up as a heel. Kevin Nash doing Kevin Nash things. Hulk Hogan left and Sting was popping up. And that nigga was fighting Vampiro at points. So I want you to sit down and think about this. That was the main event card in terms of who were the stars. Now this was the mid card. Ernest the Cat Miller. Ernest the Cat Miller was the guy who originally had the uh, Don't Tell My Mama theme song. <laughs> he was the commissioner of bulk of those times, by the way. But the cat was actually really entertaining. Uh, Ernest the Cat Miller. Uh, Hugh Morris. Shout out to Hugh Morris. Lance Storm and Team Canada, which was probably some... I see why Stone Cold did that boring shit. I feel bad for the man. But I was also around the same time Kurt Angle was blowing up, so they that was their counteract to it, I guess. But shout out to Lance Storm. Uh, Ray Mysterio and the Filthy Animals and the franchise were like off the top of my head some of the main primary mid-card stars. But anyway, moving forward. The fact that during... I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Shout out to Booker T though. Booker T was really good. But the fact that Goldberg got X'd out by Scott Steiner is still one of the funniest things ever, G. Scott Steiner X'd out Goldberg. Is hilarious. Scott Steiner xing out Kevin Nash is hilarious. Scott Steiner writing off Sting is hilarious. I don't know whether it's because they were just fed up or tired because they were still under contract. Scott Steiner writing them niggas off TV was hilarious as hell. Uh, just the consistent fact that the commissioner changed almost every two weeks. Uh, oh, shout out to uh seeing uh Chuck Palumbo, uh Sean Stasiak. <laughs> Nature's face. 
<laughs> Chuck Fuller with Sean Stasiak. What's that nigga name, G? Uh, Mark Jendrak. I said him already, I think. It was another dude. I can't think of dude's name. But, bro, just oh, the fact I know that, about Mike Jindrak, bro. He's supposed to be next up. So yeah, he was supposed to be next scared, up. Boy. The funny yeah. thing is, those three, those four dudes, I can't think of the other dude's name. If you was to look at them, they were meant to kind of be the next big things to them. They were writing them to be that, but they were just stuck in the tag team hell. Literally, they were stuck in tag team hell. When WWE brought them out and they took the contracts. You said what, Tyler? It was Chuck Palumbo's tag partner. When I keep forgetting his name, Sean is Sean Stasiak. Sean O'Hare. Sean O'Hare. There we go. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's. Don't four niggas look it. like they could have been them niggas on by appearance? It, like they look like if a white dude was to make a created wrestler and just give him random move sets of just how we make our created niggas. That's how a white rest, created wrestler will look. What's them four niggas, G? Yeah. Big swole steroid looking who were doing high flying moves, jumping off turnbuckles, doing swan time bombs and backflips and shit. Especially Sean O'Hare, bro. Sean O'Hare like literally was doing, doing swan the coldest time swan time I've ever seen. His swan time bomb was probably better than Jeff Hart's. I'll give him that. But the natural born thrillers, they were cold though. They were cold at point. Especially when Kevin Nash was fucking with him. But yeah. but they that you could tell they were supposed to be the next big thing, but it was just they were stuck in tag team hell. They didn't even do nothing with them besides tag team matches. <laughs> and then they tried to do something the last two weeks with them. And then just, at that point, it was too late. <laughs> it was way too late. The fact that Chuck Palumbo Man. was the only one to do anything <laughs> amongst the four <laughs> of significance when they got to WWE sucks. Because Chuck Palumbo was stuck with Billy and Chuck when you think about that. But and that, that was hilarious. Successful. That's something we're going to talk that was about successful. at one point, too. That was successful. All the other niggas gotta hold though. that, but still, it was a really a crazy. They tried time. with Jendrake though. They tried. They tried. They tried. They tried with that. Triple H did it like him. Just wasn't working. Triple H did it like him. <laughs> that was the problem. Triple H <laughs> did not like that. Oh yeah, because he was supposed to be. He was originally he was supposed, supposed to be Batista. Batista spot. He for was supposed evolution. to be Batista, but yeah, but uh, but yeah, it was rather unfortunate, but. That like them niggas just like you could tell they were up and coming just failed. Goldberg looked unmotivated. Kevin Nash was just there for a check. Sting was fighting Vampiro, my nigga. Sting was fighting Vampiro. I <laughs> don't you to understand that, G. He had a thing with Vampiro and the Great Moolah. Who are them niggas, G? <laughs> Vampiro, I remember he had his he had some cat. moments, but Tali by the cat. By the cat, bro. <laughs> it wasn't shit. Nah, it's like he didn't have a bad character. It's just he wasn't really. They didn't at that point. They didn't give a damn about the character. That's they the didn't. point. So, and then also in the midst of this was also when uh Vince Russo was writing in stupid shit as well. But you can also tell they were missing people. DDP wasn't around. Buff Bagwell wasn't around uh as well. So you could just tell just people were missing. Uh. So, yeah. So, then fast forward. So, Booker, it was just funny because they were building up Booker T and Scott Steiner as be the top heel and top face. Booker T was beating everybody. Booker T was opening up shows. He was being protected as much as possible. Scott Steiner, in the process of this, was whooping people's asses 
and he was the star of the show. This is why I think I remember I was a Scott Steiner fan as a kid. Because that nigga was just pulling up, beating niggas' asses, and making horrible promos that were really also very fun. And he also said a lot of borderline racist shit. Especially about Booker T. He told that man, Booker T, I don't know where your mama is, but I hope she's out there trying to find your daddy or something like that. And I was like, nigga, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he, just how he would mock how Booker T would talk. I think he said your book of your book of urban literature or something like that. I forgot. I was like, gee, <laughs> Scott Steiner was just saying shit. And I was like, why? <laughs> why? It's, a, but, it's a also another reason why Scott Steiner just didn't make it into the modern era because he they just wanted to allow him to say certain stuff that he that wasn't going to go. That too, but it was just Scott Steiner just said some of the most outrageous stuff on Mike, but also the fact he just threatened on a weekly basis to whoop niggas' asses with a pipe and shove it up their ass weekly. Quality entertaining television. Like Scott Steiner was more of a star to me than Booker T was around this time. Just seeing him get built up. I know it's a hot take, but it was just Scott Steiner when he was on TV and he talked. No, that's I not listened. A- I, I wouldn't even say it's a hot take because you kind of need that's the type of heel you need to help build up a face like that. That's true as so well. So that was a it, it was it a good helped. parent. It, it was a good help, and then, but yeah. So now if they would have tried to do it sooner, then it probably could, it wouldn't help. Wouldn't have worked because it yeah. was entertaining as hell. Yeah, it wouldn't have worked. So when Scott Steiner and Booker T finally fought, which I think was at Hollywood Havoc, which is what I say y'all should have watched. The fact that that man beat Booker T to the point where literally Stevie Ray had to throw a white towel to stop the match. And Scott Steiner was mad that he threw a title through the towel because he didn't win the belt was hilarious as hell. Super hilarious. And I think at that next week, that's when they literally built Scott Steiner up. He retired Goldberg. And he got Sting out the way. I think within a before the next pay-per-view. Scott Steiner won the belt, and that nigga went on one of the most craziest runs ever because he proceeded to beat Scott Steiner. I mean, Kevin Nash ass. He proceeded to beat somebody else's ass. No, he beat D- No, no. That's when he fought Sid Vicious, and the, the leg injury happened. Oh, yeah, the leg explosion. <laughs> the fact that them niggas turned that into a storyline where Scott Steiner said that nigga... He's the reason why his leg exploded because he ran into my chest and his leg couldn't handle it. I was like, bro, this is some best TV I've ever seen in my best and worst TV I've ever seen in my life. Also, WWE's bogus. They they censored the pay-per-view where that happened. But they will show the replays on Nitro. That makes no sense. How you gonna censor the injury itself, but you show it on replays. I don't get that. That makes no sense. So, yeah. So, yeah. But this, the Scott Steiner era was hilarious. Ric Flair came back to be the CEO. I think each of those nights Ric Flair was on TV, he was probably drunk. I'm going to be very serious. I wouldn't be surprised he was drunk. He was just rambling. Speaking of you rambling. You know what? Go ahead. That actually reminds me. So, you know what? When when Flair came back to be the CEO, he basically bought he he shared part of that ownership that um 
that Vince, Mc, that Vince McMahon ended up getting. So that's probably why he ended up. That's where I think that's where probably, yeah. they kind of took that and was like, okay, at the end of 2001, when they did the whole, um, I'm announcing, draft, he came out and announced that he's the um, their partners and everything. That's where oh, that yeah. came from, I believe. That's, that's probably why, but still, that nigga was drunk. Each, like, it wasn't, it's like, he was Ric Flair, but I think that nigga was just rambling and just drunk. Especially, like, once he turned heel uh, and all of that. And even then, just the fact that it kind of took away from Scott Steiner because it became more of a Ric Flair-focused show. Once the fact that he they written off Kevin Nash and Goldberg, it was just like, Yo, so you tell me the only faces is at one point it was Kevin Nash as the face. Okay. They brought DDP back and Kevin Nash were the faces. Okay. Kevin Nash gets ridden off. So DDP is the only face. You bring Booker T back. It's three weeks left, by the way. We're fucked. But in the midst of that, there was a two-week point where it was just DDP. And I think the second biggest faces in the company at that point, if I recall correctly, was probably the Filthy Animals, which was Rey Mysterio, Conan, and Billy Kidman. And that's off the top of my head. If not, it was probably Ernest the Cat Miller. And he was the commissioner. I want you... Yeah, exactly. Data, exactly. So I want you guys to sit down and process this. And we're probably in the last month where I'm talking about now. So, gee, I want y'all to sit down and think about the fact that literally... The show was built around Scott Steiner, drunk Ric Flair, and whatever faces he ain't ridden off yet in their group of lackeys. Hilarious in itself. Also, when I also to go re, fast rewind just a little bit. When Scott Steiner beat Kevin Nash, his brother interfered, Rick Steiner. He elbowed Kevin Nash in the head. Scott Steiner got the pin. Match was over. He didn't put him in the recliner. He got elbowed and he lost. Bogus as hell. But anyway, so literally the final weeks, it was just, you can tell WCW knew some shit was happening because they kept mentioning on broadcast, we're under new ownership. We're under new ownership. They just didn't know who. Then the final week before, I think, yeah, so they had the pay-per-view. And where uh, Steiner fought DDP. They said, hey, Eric Bischoff's going to be on the next episode of Nitro. I was like, okay. That's when uh, Bischoff said he was planning to buy Nitro, uh, trying to buy WCW. He just needed time. Going into that next week, <laughs> that following, that same week, WCW was bought by WWE, which is hilarious as hell. But they also said that next week was the final episode of Nitro. I did some research into that because I was like, I'm just curious. They said Bischoff was supposed to was working with a group that was going to buy WCW off Turner because they just got bought by AOL. By the way, if you think that's ancient, AOL in 2000 was huge. So they got bought out. They was they didn't give a damn about wrestling. They were trying to turn TNT around, pretty much. Because I don't think they even gave a damn about the, the NBA was dang off Turner at that time, too. Uh, so, Bischoff was trying to buy it. I guess Vince McMahon bought it 
got the money faster and by, from what I heard I think it wasn't I think it was just barely a little over a million dollars that he want he got WCW for that Friday which was hilarious then they were like I think I think Bischoff said he was mad as hell about supposedly cuz it was just like they just for how much it got sold for so then that's when we enter the last week of Nitro and when I tell you that they the fact that uh, Booker T won the belt from back from Steiner to become, I think, four-time. And he was also the undisputed champ because he was the U.S. champ as well. In the yeah. midst of this, that was the opening match, I believe. Because the show opened with Vince McMahon popping up saying what he did. He got WCW in the palm of his hand, that promo. Or if you remember it, you remember it. And then Ric Flair comes out, talks, and says he wants to challenge Sting one last time cool in the midst of that for the rest of the show kevin nash didn't come back hulk hogan didn't come back goldberg didn't come back so you telling me the only other major star of wcw to pop up and make a return that night was sting that just showed how much them niggas gave a fuck <laughs> i think especially hogan and goldberg and nash at that point especially goldberg because well, he wasn't on tv like- Cool, I don't have to get beat up every week and I could just collect the Bro, check. Goldberg out. wasn't on TV for like two, three months. But he was mentioned every week. He was still getting Goldberg chance. He wasn't there. He was getting paid home. to sit at home. Really was. So it was just hilarious. But also the fact that Booker T and Steiner opened up was hilarious. Sean Stasiak had a match that night. Just the match card in itself was horrible horrible but in the end am i gonna sit there and say do i recommend anybody to do what i did fuck no don't do that shit i'm i'm was just curious and it took and it took me a month two months to do it primarily because tyler didn't pay Vince man but it'd be that way sometimes but it reminds me friday make sure you pay Vince man uh because takeover is weak um but yes. literally do i recommend anybody do this shit ever again please don't Please don't. If you just want to see bad wrestling in terms of just storylines and just see like, oh man, damn, this person they this person was on TV featured heavily, hey, be my guest. But that shit was it was probably one of the toughest things I ever had to endure in my life. And I don't plan to ever do shit like this ever again. So if you want me to watch ECW, a lot of funny clips out of it though. It was definitely a lot of funny clips, but they all feature Scott Steiner. Like, I have a more respect for Scott Stein than I ever did in my life now. Uh, but, point is, WCW in those last probably two years was horrible, probably. Horrible TV. Primarily because you let Jeff Jarrett be a staple of television as well. So, that's that. Uh, and once again, that's uh, don't ever do this shit ever again, people. Don't do what I did. If you do, I respect you. But, me, never doing that shit ever again. But, uh, Let's go ahead and move on. Unless Detroit, you have any questions? Thank you, no. Man, WWE, y'all WCW telling me to put me out, bro. That was that, that sounded like hell. Hey, Shit. Hey man, I, I gave you the content. Yeah, when the tire tears coming down. Hey man, but let's go ahead and talk about what's been going on in wrestling this past, like recently, because we haven't talked about it in recent memory. Uh. Raw, pretty much, I think. So, 
Drew McIntyre has the belt again. Of course, he uh, so he has the belt. They look for somebody new for him to fight. Two weeks ago, they did a since Team Raw swept Team SmackDown. <laughs> Everybody wanted to uh, get a title shot. Braun Strowman got suspended because he headbutted uh, Adam Pearce. I almost forgot dude's name. Headbutted a grown ass man got suspended. So of course he's knocked out the picture. Adam Pearce decides say hey. We're going to have a triple threat match to dictate. But first, you niggas got to qualify. Bobby Lashley and Keith Lee was a slapped. I know it sounds out of the picture because Bobby Lashley's name was mentioned. But it was a really good freaking match. Shout out to Keith Lee for carrying uh, Bobby Lashley to a good match. Uh, Matt Riddle versus... Sheamus. Sheamus was really good. But we've seen him fight SmackDown countless times. Really good match. AJ versus Randy was decent. I had a feeling AJ was going to win solely because uh, Randy Orton got a thing with The Fiend right now. But shout out to AJ and uh, Randy for having a decent match. Shout out to uh, Randy Orton for actually not being an asshole and telling AJ to suck his gut in and drop that match. So shout out to that. We got a triple threat match this past week on Raw. Slapped. Really fun match. Shout out to AJ for winning because I knew AJ was going to win. So uh, we got AJ and Drew going into TLC, which I think is two, three weeks from now. So, uh, thoughts on that whole little scenario? Um, the right I man like... won every single match. You said what? The right, the right man won every single match. Pretty much. Every single one. Pretty much. Too early for Keith Lee. Matt Riddle still got heat with the fans. Give it to AJ Styles. In the company, I think. <laughs> I don't know. What'd you say? I say, and, and also with certain superstars, but I think most of them are SmackDown anyway. So, but yeah, I agree. Like, Matt Riddle's not safe yet. Keith Lee probably winning the Royal Rumble. So, but, um, but yeah, I'm cool with AJ and Drew because it's the safe bet right now. Uh, and plus, from what I can tell, like, Matt Riddle and Bobby Lash is about to have a thing going into TLC. So, That'll be interesting. Uh, Extra's probably going to be mad. Simple fact that Bobby Lashley probably still going to go over Matt Riddle, but it be that way sometimes. Uh, right now in the women's title scene, Asuka really doesn't have nobody to fight. <laughs> She's been in tag team turmoil matches for like the last month. Asuka really has nobody to fight. Because technically the two people who she could be fighting for the belt are the women's tag team champions. So they put her in a scene with the women's tag so team cool. champions where she's helping Lana out. And I respect it because it's the best way to keep Asuka on TV and relevant as a champion because she is helping Lana out. But and also helps the women's tag team championships because they need something to do. So it's cool i guess <laughs> it's just really unfortunate they have nobody for her to fight right now because the two people who she should be fighting have gold that they gotta not even defend. and then one of them is still down to nxt so she could have been fought rhea ripley rhea ripley is probably coming up soon but big bad charlotte flair is probably on the uh return really soon so collision course Please, that no. too. You don't think so yet? Give me Charlotte Fed a belt from Oscar. It's so fucking lazy, bro. It, it is late. I'm not saying that she's taking the belt, but I'm just saying in terms of for Oscar to fight somebody for that belt. Because she has. It's, it's 
call her Rare Ripley after war game. I don't even know if she's fighting in war games. Just call her Rare Ripley. Rare Ripley, do Rare something Ripley is fighting in war games. She said she's, she's part of Shotzi Blackheart's team. Well, wait till after war games. Have her interfere with Oscar. Oscar take, you know, shorty to 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 to, to Oscar. Rare Ripley win by nefarious means. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know who the fuck she go against in Mania, but Mania. Shayna Baszler or some shit. I don't know. I'm saying it's probably. Well, I think around Mania season, we'll, know, we'll have a better idea of what's going on. I think right now, their, their focus as far as the women's division is more so on SmackDown right now. I think SmackDown is more exciting considering who they have. And as well Smackdown as considering who they lost. Because still, some names yeah. that they could have kept, you know, on over on SmackDown for them, but right now I think they got they're in a good spot. Yeah. But uh we'll get to SmackDown shortly. Uh what else is going on? Oh yeah, New Day and Hurt Business is still going on. Uh they've been having some really good tag team matches though, so I'm not mad at it. So shout out to those matches. Also once again shout out to Xavier Woods uh getting the uh G four gig Prosper Black King. But uh I really like what's going on with New Day and Hurt Business, though. That's it's been good matches. Uh, and also, has anybody else noticed how? Not to cut you off, but anybody else notice how? I think this is this is gonna be the part of New Day's run where Xavier Woods gets a little bit more shine, and which is well deserved as well. I think this is is his you know chance to get you know more of a a prominent you know he's the you know he's player one and Kofi's player two right now. Yeah, Kofi old as shit. Yeah, Kofi almost forty. So for him, it's yeah, like Kofi old as shit. Yeah, so for Kofi, it's like shit. Like I did all I can do, and like I just want you niggas get y'all shine. Like I, 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 y'all help me out. I'm helping y'all out. So it makes the most. Like I ain't mad at it. And plus, Xavier is the best talker between them two. So it's like I'm not. Kofi knows like what I'm about to do is say baby every other time. Like no, like. Like, even though I did like the promo this past week on Raw, I think, was it this week or last week, where uh, the new where the Hurt Biz said, hey, we want a rematch, and New Day was like, no, we beat y'all, man. We good. That was hilarious. Like, it was pretty hilarious because it's just like, look, but at the same time, who else is there for you niggas to fight right now? Because uh, next next thing we're going to talk about, Retribution. Ass cheeks. <laughs> niggas is ass. I'm giving them until... I'm giving them until maybe after Mania season to get something nah. together for them. If it's not, nah, and probably not nurse. even then. I think that's, that's if this not much. something, if they don't go into Mania with a with a decent match, they're probably breaking them up sometime next year. They or at least they should. Up. But the problem is them niggas is ass. And it's not Mustafa Ali's fault. The problem is just how they... The problem is how they got him, man. Mustafa Ali, is, his character is good. Yeah, he, that's why I, I said he's cool. Um, what's the white dude name? Not Slapjack. Who's white? Dijakovic? T-Bar. T-Bar. Yeah, Dijakovic. There you go. Dijakovic is good. Shit, Slapjack is good. But the way Dio Madden and Maya Yim act, these are not fucking scary movie characters. These are not zombies. Why the fuck man you got fleas? It makes no sense. 
I think they need another well-established star inside of that. I feel so bad for Dio Madden, but he probably wasn't the biggest as they were going to get over. Uh, but just that, that acting is so ass, man. Yeah. Um, but they probably need another well-established star, an NXT guy that's probably like, you know, that you could say his name, but I'm part of Retribution or, you know, like say for instance, Sami Zayn came over to Raw. He could be like, you know, I'm here to take over WWE with rest of it, um, with Retribution. Some a star like that who could easily I would have hoped, I would have hoped, you know, Samoa Joe would have came back that he would have been a part of the group if he could just stay healthy. Because he would have been. Samoa Joe's done, bro. Yeah. Enjoy commentary, Joe. Exactly. I'm cool with it. I mean, it's cool with him on commentary. But just Samoa Joe, you know, I think as far as his character, his character would have fit into that group. He can still manage him. I think that's possible. Yeah. Yeah, he could. I think it's possible for him to manage him. I don't know if it's going to happen. I'd like to see it. Yeah, so I'm interested in seeing They're just not going nowhere fast right now. Especially after me and Yim lost. Yeah, after me and Yim lost this week, I was just like, what are you niggas trying to do at this point? Like, I'm confused. And when Slapjack lost to Ricochet, but... That the interference made sense, but I'm just confused. I need to figure out what the hell they want to do. Uh, let's move on to SmackDown. Uh, look like we're about to get Bianca Belair versus Bailey, which I'm totally totally for. That sound like that's going to slap. Uh, and, and it's like I said, it's a perfect way for one to keep Bailey away from Sasha until Lord knows when, and also a good way to help build up Bianca Belair for. Potentially winning the rumble, uh, because I don't see nobody a hot name possibly being in that case, unless once again Big Bad Charlotte Flair comes back. But um, so I'm for what's going on. Once again, Big Bad Charlotte Flair, uh, they don't care. Shove shove her down mugs throats, um, and then I know Sasha and Carmella's uh heating up as well. So that's that's been cool, and Sami Zayn. Who's he been fucking with? He just, he just. I was just thinking about. He just had a match with Dane Bryan. There we go. I think that I think those two about to have uh, something going on to TLC. But I don't know. I don't think Dane Bryan. I think Dane Bryan few were Roman to Rumble. So I don't think they're gonna. Because so it's Roman KO, and then, because KO is a filler feud right now. Yeah, I know, and which is perfectly fine. Roman like, probably Brian and Rumble. It could be. It's either, I think. We might get Sammy versus Big E at, at TLC, the way they, they kind of tease. Big E, yeah, there you go, Tyler, there you go. It's Big E. Because I think they had a confrontation backstage. Yeah, they did, because yeah. he said, you haven't had a title shot since, you haven't had an IC run, and it's forgettable, and you haven't had one in years. I was like, mm. He ain't telling no lies. So, yeah, I think that's what's going on. There we go. But I know they he did have a good match against Daniel Bryan, which, once again, those two in the, in the now, ring. Now, Jay, Jay may end up facing Daniel Bryan again. I could see that happening. Because uh, he was the reason that, that, that he technically got counted out of that match. 
Yeah, Jay was whooping everybody ass on Team SmackDown, which I don't blame him for doing. It be that way sometimes. You niggas got sweat. You embarrassed me in the family. But uh, it's just funny how consistently, even though Jay is honoring the fact Roman is the head of the table, <laughs> Roman's still hoeing that nigga. It is hilarious as hell at this point. Uh, but I ain't mad at it. It's still some of the best work. Roman is literally the show, and I'm for it. So, like, he giving them bars. But also seeing what Kevin Owens did to that man, Jay Uso, was hilarious as hell. Like, I'm, a, if you know, I'm a big Kevin Owens fan. So, just seeing him go back to heel face version of heel Owens is perfectly fine with me. Like, that's A1 TV. So, I'm cool. But... Uh, Roman and KO, that's going to slap for TLC or however long they plan to do it. Who knows? But, but yeah. Anything they need to be added? No! Um, this is I think the, I think the Street Profits is... I think the Street Profits got Dolph, got Dolph uh, this time around. Hmm? A street prophet messing around with Dolphin. Uh, what's that boy name? His best friend. Bobby Roode. Robert. Robert. I forgot. Robert it's not Bobby. Bobby Roode. Got. It's still Bobby in some capacity. Shit. So <laughs> it's still the same. So street prophet's going on with that, but they're not gonna lose them belts anytime soon now, especially after they beat the New Day. So they they're kind of bulletproof right now. Who else is it? Does SmackDown have a tag division? Neither show has really? a tag division. Because it's literally four teams. That's it. It's four major teams. Because and Cesaro hasn't even showed up in like, I mean, what? Shinsuke like and Cesaro. Shinsuke and Cesaro. I mean, probably. Yeah, Shinsuke and Cesaro. Yeah, neither, neither side has a legit tag team division right now. It's just two teams being highly showcased and then, uh, yeah. You got, the Viking Raiders are still out because one of them – yeah, one of them had a bad, bad shoulder. Yeah, one of them injury. had a, a freaking nasty nerve injury, and on SmackDown side of things, nobody's over there in terms of Smack on oh, terms of tag team wise because Jimmy is still out. He's probably not going to be back until close to Mania. Uh, and then so, yeah, so like both tag team visions is ass. So. You broke now, up heavy machinery for no fucking reason. Not exactly, because I don't even think Otis was on TV this past week. So keep that in mind. What I tell y'all about that nigga Tucker, folks? We haven't heard of Tucker. So what I tell y'all? <laughs> I know I'm Marty Jannetty when I see one. <laughs> see, I know I'm Marty Jannetty when I see one. <laughs> that man Tucker has been on TV since, and then literally I haven't seen Otis in two weeks. So. <laughs> Wait, honestly, he wasn't. No, he wasn't even on TV this past week, because I don't think Jay Uso touched him. The yeah. Otis run is over with, man. Look, both of them got Marty Jannetty to me at this point. G, they both got Marty Jannetty, and also on SmackDown, you got the Mysterios versus Baron Corbin. <laughs> yeah, it's just Baron Corbin just, had to find. Baron Corbin had to they find just somebody to annoy him until Roman says, I want to get you guys up out of here. I don't want this family near Look, my family. So if Roman challenged them to a family, <laughs> I just need the family. And I and also for this feud, I need Vin Diesel 
as Dom Toretto to special guest referee every match. <laughs> Bro. Because it's about family, G. <laughs> it's about family. So I need, and as long as it leads to Re- Roman retiring Rey Mysterio, perfect. I just need, to, I just need Roman to do his, his patent. I'm beating the head out of Rey Mysterio moving slack. I need off the ring. Literally, every time Roman fights Rey Mysterio, he grabs Rey Mysterio and just slaps me off the ring. <laughs> Every single time. I need I need Roman to choke him in I need Ray, Roman to choke Ray him and Dominic and Dominic at, the same, at the same time, G. Like how he does that little guillotine choke. If he does both at the same time, we have to cry Roman go. It, it's easy. You think Roman Stereo can stand up from that guillotine? Like, not by himself. He not with not with die. the current knees he has. Hell no. You got a valid point, G. That's a two hundred eighty pound man. I'm on my knee and I falling to sleep. <laughs> he said, "Dominic, hold on, man. My knee is going out." But yeah, uh, yeah Ali yeah. gonna throw in the towel. Dog, I would cry. <laughs> I would cry. <laughs> but yeah, I need. We need the Rey Mysterio versus uh the Samoan family uh family feud, G. If we get that leading up not I don't mean it as a mania match, but like that ugly time after Mania, I mean after the Royal Rumble, I need that, G. I need that. Yeah, that fast lane and uh elimination chamber season. Yeah. I will, I'm cool. But uh I think that's it. NXT really don't got nothing going on. They prepare for war games, uh, and we don't even know who the full war game roster. Just shout out to Pat McAfee and the gang versus uh, Undisputed Era. So, uh, I think we're getting um, we're getting Leon Ruff versus Gargano versus uh, Damian Priest. Priest in the Triple Threat. I'm cool with that as well. There's also, three things. To- there's three things that's guaranteed in this life: taxes, debt. And that North American title being defended in a fucking triple threat match, bro. Yeah, so they love they love that G. Is is a guarantee. Oh, get Tommaso Ciampa versus uh, what's buddy name? The dude that looked like Dean Ambrose. I know who you're talking about. Uh, he don't look like Dean Ambrose though. You tweaking? He looked like current Dean Ambrose. The way his haircut and stuff is set up. I know who you're talking about, but I just can't think of dude's name because he's he's cool, but he's forgettable. It's, it's Timothy Thatcher. There we go, Timothy Thatcher. I pretty much call him a uh, country Kurt Angle, but uh, <laughs> why? Because he, he's literally he talks. He's just no matter of fact, no. He's Chris Benoit, but taller. Okay, you call him country Kurt Angle, but that nigga's British. That's one. That's one. I'm from the UK. Where the fuck he's from? From the now overseas. That's one. Two. I agree with the Chris Benoit, the tall shit. Right. Nigga, he even, he even got his teeth chipped. Exactly. That's what I he said. does. That's step one to the transformation. When that nigga started doing fly hair butts off the line, if I'm just watching kids, <laughs> I'm getting out. <laughs> At that point, I'm like, hey, check that man, check on that man's family real quick, man. Check that man's family e- e- expeditiously. 
But uh, yeah, Champa Tim Thatcher should be decent. Uh, even though I think I don't know who the fuck goes over in that, but who cares? But that's three matches, and they'll figure out some two more, probably one or two more. Because also you got the women's war. No, that's yeah, that's four matches. They good. Yeah, so you got the women's war games, men's war games, Champa Thatcher, and. The North American belt. Yeah, they good. Who cares? Yeah, that's think, that's probably about it. Because them yeah. War Games matches is going to be... At least the men's matches is going to be at least like 45 minutes. 30, 45 minutes, yeah. So, but yeah. So, just be on the lookout for TakeOver. Nothing happened. Nothing of worth of interest has happened on AEW besides uh, Omega versus Dean Ambrose in a death match, I believe. It's not a... a uh, Dean Ambrose matches if it does involve some type of deathmatch aspects to it. So be on the lookout. I guess I might actually, I might kind of turn in just to watch that match because I'm curious to see if it's a deathmatch or not. If it's not, respect to him for not making a deathmatch because, hey. But let's go ahead and get ready to close this shit out. We uh, appreciate you guys for listening, of course. Thank you for listening to Threes for the Ring. Appreciate it. We're close to our 100th episode, so hey, we almost there. Uh, appreciate you guys for checking out the YouTube channel as well. Make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that alarm button so you also know when episodes are dropping as well. So be on the lookout for that. Make sure you check out uh, Black Otaku's pe- uh, video as well, where we talked about a lot of plenty of fun things. Uh, but we appreciate all the support, love, and all that good stuff. Follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring, Threes from the Ring, Three S from the Ring on Twitter. You tweaking media on whatever streaming platform you are listening to us on on audio as well. So we greatly appreciate it. We are everywhere. The brand is getting brolic. Thirty percent off on merch, niggas. Thirty percent, three zero percent off on merch on Teespring. <laughs> Make sure you search you Tweaking Media merch and it will pop up. We got hoodies. We got t-shirts. We got face masks. Because COVID is very real. So get a goddamn face mask. And the face masks are very comfortable. So we appreciate all the support and all that good stuff. And peace. Vito Zen. Hi, everybody.